With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter too, at VOCNation. Hey, this is a Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the... Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. 
Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. What's up? This is the phenomenal one, AJ and You're in the room with Brady Hicks. Nation Radio Network, VOCNation.com, BeBradyHicks.com. I am hopped up on cloth medicine, Kathy, and uh, we are. Uh, it's going to be an amazing <laughs> night. I, I just get that feeling about the whole thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> to quote a very wise man, Kathy, I'm high as a kite and my teeth are green. Merry effing Christmas. Uh, welcome, ladies oh, and gentlemen, geez. to In the Room. Uh, what, what's going on? Brady Hicks here. What's going on? Kathy Fitz, everybody. What's going on, Kathy? <laughs> that was a great How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm actually. I was a little concerned. I, 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 um, I woke up this morning uh, not feeling that great. You know, a little bit of a headache. Very tired and a little congested. Uh, fortunately, the fever that I had, which was very minimal, it was like one degree off. And when I like kind of checked the thermometer, like maybe like 20 minutes later, it was back down where it should be. So I think it was. I, I accept it as a blip because I've, I've uh, checked my temperature a couple times, and I, I think I'm good. So. Uh, <laughs> well, that's good. Dodge the bullet there. Um, but I, that that's the uh, that's the hope anyway. Is that this is just. Uh, 
some common allergies like I usually get this time of year. Uh, also joining us, the one and only Stro Maestro. What's going on, Stro? Oh, man. Are you drunk on cough syrup, kind of like Hall Nash was on that nitro that one time? A little bit, yeah, kind of like that. Not going to be yeah. shy about it. Yeah, I would say I am. I would say I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling awesome. good. I would, speaking of feeling That's good, great. Matt Grimm is here, everybody. Matt, it's great to have you. How are you doing tonight? Uh, well, I don't have the COVID like you do, so I'm I'm a little better off automatically right there. <laughs> I took um, an I took an online assessment and they determined that I didn't have it, but I might want to continue to monitor. Uh, uh, so, means. in other words, yeah, it, it sounds like go get a test, you cheap bastard. That's what that response <laughs> sounds like. Uh, yeah, I know, Kathy. Let Let me know when they can do it without going up my nose. Well, they I can do a blood I, test. Yeah, they can do a blood no, they test. Will. Okay. I think. Okay, I would do that. I think they. I think there's a like a like a like a litmus test that they do now too. Like a like a you, really you, you, like yeah like you drool onto like a strip of paper. Oh, I'm good at that. Okay, I, I drool frequently. I, I yeah, I could totally do that. Does it so? Does it change color if it's infected, or do they gotta like send it away I, for a month? I think so. I honestly, I don't know a whole lot about it. But okay. I, it's it's a new thing that I've been saying <laughs> in the last day or so. Brady, go ahead, go ahead. I, I just got tested again on Sunday, and it's not that bad. It really isn't. I heard that they touch your brain with the Q-tip. Well, you don't have to worry about that then. <laughs> well played, Kat. Well played. Wow. No, but in all seriousness, you know, I'm taking the uh, the Dayquil, Nyquil, uh, aspirin that I that you know I I, I um I, I I think I'm fine. You know, I I don't have a fever really. Uh, I don't have the cough. I don't have the loss of t- God knows I don't have the loss of taste. I've been eating like nonstop. Um, I, I think I just have a little <laughs> congestion going on. So, and, uh, NyQuil is the cure for that. So I, I am excited to, uh, <laughs> to be here with all of you. And if NyQuil doesn't work, Matt, we always have SummerSlam coming up this Sunday. So I know I'm going to sleep good on Sunday night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else puts you to sleep, you can always fall back on that. I hope they print special t-shirts that say, I survived the Thunderdome. I would get one. I or I slept through this show or something to that effect. <laughs> oh, I, I oh, want man. one of those. It'd be great. It'd be great. Uh, speaking of new shirts, My God. if you guys <laughs> not from Thunderdome. <laughs> Remember the midget from Th- Thunderdome? Yeah. <laughs> Not crap energy. Yeah. Can we get Master Blaster would... to go in there and actually straight up murder a, a, a WWE wrestler? That would be wonderful. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. The other thing is I think they should put the Thunderdome in the middle of the desert, not in the middle of a, a stadium. And that, that would uh, that would truly be amazing. Uh, 914-388-1885. Vince, Vince McMahon in a Mad Max outfit. <laughs> like a cod piece with like spikes on it and like... <laughs> oh my god Sorry. can you believe i i it went from wwe saying it was going to be like the thunderdome to actually calling it the thunderdome so now i'm a little confused i'm assuming that they have the rights to use that uh it just seemed a little strange to me it, it really did um <laughs> 
I don't know. But if they're talking about, like, virtual fans with the boards, and I'm thinking, like, you already got fans in the performance center, at least wrestling, you know, wrestler, like, talent is in there. Are they going to get rid of them? Is it just going to be like the NBA now, where it's, like, all different, like, sizes and shapes of people? Like, some close up and, like, others, like, really far away. It's, like, all distorted. Is, it, is that is that the future of all this here? Is that is that uh, – <laughs> is that – I don't think that was just clear in my throat, Kathy. That, that's uh, all that was. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I, just, I don't think it's going to be a problem because unlike WWE, people actually care about the NBA and want to tune in and, and be <laughs> the virtual fans. Like, huh? like uh, I, I don't understand WWE even bothering to spend the money on something like this right now. <laughs> no, me neither. I, I actually didn't think the Performance Center shows, like, I feel like at some point, they started to figure out, like, the groove of how to do it without it feeling flat. Most of the time, I don't even think about there not really being fans there. Uh, just because I, the, the way they present it, you know, the way they shoot it. And, like, I, I don't know. It just it, it feels different than it did when it started, you know. And I think that could be a really good thing. Uh, but apparently they've committed to uh, running shows. They're going to start this Friday. And they're advertising it as just a three-day loop between SmackDown, uh, SummerSlam, and then Raw. Excuse me, but in reality, they've got the building until October, and they're going to leave the ring and the entire setup in there. Uh, so I think this is something that, like, long term, they're going to be doing for a while. Oh. Hmm. So, it's interesting. It, it is interesting. Uh, but, of course, there is plenty to talk about tonight. And uh, 914-338-1885, if you guys want to call in. Around uh, 9.30 our time, we're going to have uh, Eric Martin come on the program. He's a he's a young up-and-coming wrestler. He's the Mid-Atlantic champion for the ECWA. And he's going to com- be competing in the ECWA Super 8 tournament. And that is, uh, in sept- I believe it's September uh, 24th in Morganville, New Jersey. I'm going to have to double-check that, Kathy. I- I thought it was the the remember the guy? The remember the guy at Police Academy that hooked up with Callahan, the Italian guy? That was, I yeah. think, there was a scene where he revealed to Mahoney that that was his real name, Eric Martin. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's right. It That's was. Cool. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh man. So that's uh, so that's where we are tonight. Uh, a couple other things I wanted to mention, just kind of points of interest for VOC Nation. One is, and they both involve Stro Maestro, by the way. Uh, the one that was pretty cool is uh, we saw the release of the brand new Stro T-shirt. So it's uh, Stro Maestro, the, the the four faces of Stro, uh, and it, it, it's an absolutely amazing collaboration uh, with Steve Anderson, our our former co-host, who. Uh, you know, he's a, he was a cartoonist and a writer for Pro Wrestling Illustrated and WOW Magazine. Uh, and so this shirt is absolutely amazing. It's got the uh, the four likenesses of Stro from over the years. Uh, I definitely recommend people check it out. Uh, just go to ProWrestlingTees.com backslash VOC Nation. And that's also where you can get all the other great designs that we've been promoting as well. Uh, so lots of great stuff. And, of course, the proceeds go to, to uh, benefit uh, not just the uh, – not just the VOC nation, but also the talent involved as well. So um, very cool stuff all around. Very cool stuff. Um, that was one thing. The other thing that, and I, I thought this was like beyond cool. Um, 
we had a surprise call-in. Well, actually, two surprise call-ins on Thursday night on WCW Retro. And uh, we can credit Malcolm for at least one of them. Uh, so so uh, Tim Horner <laughs> of Smoky Mountain uh, called in. I guess he was WCW and WWE as well. And the other one, that the big one, and I think a lot of people were really caught off guard by this, Joe. They were practically throwing their panties at him, uh, you know, while he was trying to plug <laughs> his stuff. Uh, David Arquette <laughs> yeah. joining, joining the program. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, I know Malcolm has been talking forever about being friends with him, and it just always kind of felt like, yeah, okay, Malcolm, okay. Uh, but, wow, how about that? David Arquette. Um, man. Cool. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. We're still catching up with him, right? And he's got that new movie out, You Cannot Kill David Arquette, coming out really soon. Right. <laughs> he's uh He's really something. And Malcolm has a part in that movie, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got a small part in that. And, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, also, we got to t- talk, tell some funny Honky Tonk Man stories, too. That's so amazing. Really cool. <laughs> Love the Honky Tonk Man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we used to, in the early days, we used to always try and get him on VOC Nation. And he would always say, now, why would I do your show? I got my own podcast. That's what he would say. Uh, I was ribbing Malcolm. Yeah. I was ribbing Malcolm like, you'll be like Stan Lee for too long doing those cameos and um, David Arquette's phone. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, that's where we are. And if the fates are kind to me tonight, Straw, it won't be on until midnight because I really am. I, I have a feeling I'm going to have a hard time staying awake. Um, I have a feeling that all this nightfall <laughs> is going to catch up with me at some point. Uh, it, it might actually resemble the drunken episode once we get into the 11 o'clock hour. I really couldn't tell oh, no. you. Uh, we're, we're in uncharted waters here, Matt, for sure. Um, no, so, yeah. Oh, well, I can't wait for, Brady, I can't wait for the nightfall to kick in. I'm excited. <laughs> Ah, you know, just a little here, a little there. Okay, what's a little I mean, here? Who, who, a little who really there? measures these things, you know? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I, I took uh, I took some a little bit ago. So I took a, a, a serving, I guess you'd say. I don't know what – most of the uh, medicine cup. And by medicine cup, I mean tumbler. No, uh, medicine cup. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> no, that's, that's we're what gonna, we are gonna have fun tonight. <laughs> Chicky would play the medicine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there was so much news this week, and like we come on the morning after, like every day, and talk about all this stuff. And now, like we're here, and I feel like I got nothing. I literally feel like I got, and it's SummerSlam week. <laughs> it's SummerSlam week. I. I <laughs> It doesn't feel I feel like Cody, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah I, I, I saw um, I saw Jericho because they were complaining about the fact that uh, somebody leaked that Eric Bischoff was on AEW a couple weeks ago. Um, apparently, uh, Jericho called him an NXT uh, reject is what he called him, but I guess somebody from NXT um, is who they believe uh, leaked it. You know, somebody that I guess was gone from WWE and came to AEW, and, and apparently he's the one that put that out there. That's what Jericho is claiming. Um, and Jericho, yeah. in typical AEW fashion, has has banned this guy for life. He didn't say who it was, but he said he'll never be back. Um, he's judge, jury, and executioner, man. <laughs> well, you know, he kind of does. 
He kind of does. Then you got Cody. Then you got Cody. Fans tried to start a rumor that Eric Rowan came in and interfered to cost Cody the TNT title against Brody Lee. Eric Rowan and Brody Lee, of course, tag team partners from, uh, right, yeah. you know, uh-huh. WWE. Yeah, well, Cody, Cody Van Cody Ham, said, too? <laughs> uh, kind of, in a way. Cody said that that was the stupidest idea that he ever heard, and if they ever did that, he would quit wrestling forever. Wow. I feel like there have been stupider ideas, um, probably right? even on TV. We've seen them. I, 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 I feel like some have been stupider. I'm not saying everything is stupider, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Then there's the whole debate, Matt. I see Cody's arguing on, and I'm not bashing Cody, by the way. These are all just talking points from which we can jump off if you guys want. So Cody's arguing with one of the fans about whether he's a mid-carder. I did see this. <laughs> the fan said, "Yeah, because this, the fan this can't said, possibly go badly." Yeah, the fan <laughs> said, "You're a mid carter," and Cody's like, "Why is that?" And the fan said, "Well, you're not the heavyweight champion; you're the TNT champion. Isn't that a mid card belt?" And Cody's like, "The belt is defined by the person, not by the belt." And then he's like, "Plus, I hate to point it out, but you're following me, my friend." That's what Cody said. So the fan well, wrote back, "That's irrelevant to the right. argument." <laughs> the fan wrote back, that's because you're my favorite mid-carter. <laughs> uh, that is actually, that might be the perfect response to Cody, to Cody's tweet. That is spot on. Poor Cody. Accurate. Poor Cody. This guy, he man. Got baited. I'm, he got I'm baited. I'm surprised they don't have him. With, I'm surprised he doesn't use streamers when he comes out. I really am. Like in Japan, you know, like some, like a monster, you know? That's, uh... <laughs> Do you think is he's dark setting? Order... <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Is, he, like, is he turning heel? That's where this is all going, right? Like his week, I think it's his presentation though. week to week, like his his, yeah. his building frustration when he fights certain guys, especially yeah. when they're other baby faces. He's the one who kind of looks like he's getting petulant and 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 whiny when it's getting hard to put this person away. Like, right, I, I, right. I, I don't know. I just I hope he realizes he's a heel. I, <laughs> I like to think That's that he I does. Know. But what do I know? What do I know? Is 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 the Dark Order, um, I guess, the Hooded Gang, Retribution, and the Ninjas, are they, like, all part of the oh, yeah. big clip or something? I, I hope so. I really hope yeah, so. Look, I thought Big E's line was the best. He <laughs> called them the Foot Clan from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I thought was amazing. Um, <laughs> that was part oh of me. God. <laughs> that Why was part in of me. Why are they flirting with this stuff right now? They're I think it's great. They're putting their mouths with this. It's so funny. It's so funny. You had pop culture references that are 40 years old at this point, you know? Uh, <laughs> I'm just like... Anything that could be seen as mocking it in eth- like any kind of ethnicity, like uh, oh, man, yeah, I don't I know. I'm surprised. That. I'm I'm surprised that I, Tozawa gets a clan of ninjas simply because he's a Japanese dude. <laughs> I was kind of hoping twenty years ago I they could would, see that. Yeah, no, Not you're right. Now. You're right. But wouldn't that be cool? Hey, man, Cody leaves the TV mind behind all of it. <laughs> that would be amazing. Cody leaves the would be amazing. Yeah. And then it turns out Cody is the mastermind of Brody Lee the whole time. And nobody had any idea. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. 
I was really hoping that they would do a retribution angle where they promise they're going to unveil them. So they line them all up and they take off their masks and underneath they're just the ninjas. That's what I was hoping. Here's the Zawa. <laughs> yeah, you want to bring Scooby-Doo one... out with, uh, with his whole crew to unmask the ninjas? <laughs> you <wish. laughs> there was um There was one really cool, cool part to Raw. At least I thought so. I know Ratboy thought enough of it to mention it today on the morning after. Um, the debut of a new uh, women's tag team on Raw. Uh, we saw the other two uh, of the four horsewomen come up for the yeah. Raw Underground segment. I, I I can't help but imagine that they're going to be the ones that ultimately take on Sasha and Bailey for the tag title. That'd be cool. I think it'd be really good. Yeah, the um, women have see them wrestle in NXT. Uh, I mean, I saw <laughs> the one wrestle. I guess it's um, Roderick Strong's wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never seen the other one. I mean, I know you're not a real, I know I fear, but really, <laughs> no, <laughs> not real good wrestlers. Uh, that's not. That's not to say that they can't be good. I just think it's. it's yeah, uh, I still think they're kind of green. Have they um, not transitioned to the uh, the predetermined stuff so well yet? I don't know if it's that or just that. You know. Uh, I'm I'm of the opinion that just because someone is good at MMA doesn't automatically mean they're going to be a great pro wrestler, and vice versa. Well, sure. Or, you know, and uh, sure, sure. I don't know. It's just some people just have it and some people don't. But Shayna's personality, for example, like not using the people who are. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. <laughs> I don't know. Shane just seems to take to the whole thing, and she has a good persona. And the other two just feel like they are Shana's lackeys, and that's about it. Which, I mean, in terms of like development, that's probably where they need to be at this point until the fans get used and to them. That and yeah, and I think that's probably where they should stay for a little while until they kind of get their feet under them a, a little bit more. I mean. Yeah. When Sheena first was say, coming yep, through, she man. was Ronda Rousey's lackey, you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, she's definitely developed into her own. But, yeah, no, I mean, I like I said, I, I've seen uh, Roderick Strong's wife a couple times, um, mostly in angles, not so much work matches. And then, uh, I, I don't know, I just feel like there's a lot of potential there. But I, I could be wrong. I mean, I've certainly been wrong in the past, right? Not that my evaluation of any women seems particularly uh, off, Kathy. I, I feel like I'm pretty good at that. Oh, but, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but your evaluation, no, mine. I'll be nice. <laughs> Thank you. I hear you. <laughs> um, I hear you. But Brady, I just want to pass on my condolences to uh, Ring of Honor's second champion, uh, Johnny yes. Xavier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was sad he, about that. Yeah, he had left wrestling for a while, and he was doing MMA, and uh, okay. we got the word on Sunday that he had uh, passed away at 40. That's sad. And he was young, too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he broke in real That's young. crazy. I, um, I know he was... Um, I mean, you know, I always talk about, like, the ECWA stuff, like... Um, he was involved in those early Super 8 tournaments And he was part of ECWA yes, he under Jim Kettner for a little bit um, He was yeah. at the ECWA Super 8 tournament 
Einstein and Gabe Sapolsky came in and they were kind of scouting talent and like that whole like, you know, no frills, honorable wrestling, handshakes, all that stuff. Uh, that was kind yeah. of lifted from Super 8 and Xavier was one of the first talents that they signed. Yes. Yeah. So, a tremendous, tremendous talent. He's one of those guys, I never met him, uh, but I was always kind of figuring at some point I would get a chance to interview him and obviously that's not going to happen now and that makes me really sad. Um, but, I, I mean, by all accounts, was I've never he, heard anything bad about the guy. But was he around? He uh, uh, died. Oh, go ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He was. Trained by uh, Tony DeVito. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Is the... Uh, yeah. Um, is, What's up? Uh, was, was he around when uh, Steamboat and Foley was there and did the angle with wrestling versus hardcore? Or H? I'm not sure if he was or not. Uh, they had the I, angle where I wasn't he watching was it back there. then, so I'm not sure. I would guess he was with the company. I don't know if he was involved in that. Because mm-hmm. he was definitely there those first couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, Kathy, you said he was the second champion there, right? So. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I remember. He was one of those names I would always read about in the magazines, and I just, like, you know, one of those names, you know? He just he became a huge name to me just because I would read about him all the time. This is not because of TV or anything, you know? Back then, I wasn't able to really watch Ring of Honor, except, you know, only the tape traders really did back then, or, you know, the people that went to the shows. And, and so that's kind of my introduction to him was through the, uh, through the wrestling magazine in the early 2000s. Um, but anyway... You know, we were talking about Ring of Honor and, of course, ECWA legend Xavier passing away. Uh, Xavier, of course, made a name for himself a little bit in the Super 8 tournament a number of years ago. Well, another star is uh, preparing to step up in the ECWA. He's the current Mid-Atlantic champion, and he's joining us on the line right now, Eric Martin with us. Eric, what's going on, my friend? How are you feeling tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I had a pretty solid workout. Been training, getting ready for the Super Eight. So you know, <laughs> it's it's got to be exciting for you. What what's involved in a workout nowadays? Are you like pulling trucks yet, or what? Oh jeez. Ah, uh, not quite. Not quite there yet. But I've been pushing some heavier <laughs> weight. We got, we got some uh, you know big competition, some big dudes in the Super Eight this year. So you know, yeah. I figure I gotta get I gotta get my weight up. <laughs> I, we'll talk about some of your uh, some of your opponents coming up uh, pretty soon. I, but like that's kind of something that I think you were kind of always known for, Eric. It's like you you always had like first of all this uh, very traditional kind of baby face. You looked so young when you were kind of first breaking in. I think a lot of people didn't realize that you were actually a wrestler, and you were like so tall and lanky. You're you're starting to like fill out now and actually look the part. But for so many years there. Um, is that something that you dealt with? Like people kind of perceiving you as like not being legit just because you look so young. Yeah. I used to get that all the time. People be like, man, I thought you were like really small. Like when you meet me, I was like, (laughs) nah, man, I'm, I'm six foot three. Like, but I started, I started so young. Like I was 18. I first started wrestling. Like when I first started coming to ECW. Yeah. I was 19 when I was in, I had my first match. Wow. Okay. 
Yeah. Now, yeah, so uh, now you were, trained under – sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, they weren't wrong with, you know, like I, I was a literal baby face. Like I, I couldn't <laughs> grow a beard. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I remember – um, <laughs> this was before classic, yeah. I, um, I can remember uh, because you <laughs> trained under Mike Keener from ECW, of course, and, and he's gone on to referee so many different places over the years and competitor, in-ring, all that stuff. Uh, but just such an intelligent, smart guy about wrestling. Uh, did he give you an extra hard time just being so young? Um, no. Uh, I mean, he he's always, like, pushed me and, like, never um, – you know, he always just told me to do things the right way and, like, I, you know, like, you know, try to, like, take care of myself and take care of, like, people who are good to me. And Mike's always been, like, super good to me. And I still – I talk to him every day. We, you know – He's one of my closest friends, uh, and, you know, it's really good to have him as somebody I can, like, call and ask for advice to and you know, get his opinion on, like, what I'm doing. And, like, you know, he, he kicks he, – you know, he gives me a little kick when I need to, and, you know, he'll tell me, like, when, you know, I need to, like, you know, straighten up or do something, and I'll be like, you know yeah. what, you're right, and I'll do it. He's not afraid to uh, to mix words, you know, he – he can be very intimidating. Yeah. I, have you ever have you ever gotten that cold stare from him? I mean, I know I've gotten it before. Where I thought he was just going to rip right through me. Um, I don't know. I'm usually pretty good. I'm usually one of the one of the, <laughs> of all of our all of the students. I'm the one that probably gets the, the the least amount. But um, you know, there's been a couple times in the ring when stuff's happened. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's got to be exciting for you, though, my uh, Eric, because, um, you know, you're training for the Super 8 tournament, and obviously it's been a huge thing for a lot of wrestlers over the years. Uh, names that have been made in this tournament or have gone on to such big things, for whatever reason, ECWA Super 8 uh, always seems to bring out the best in the competitors. And I'm looking at this field right here. Uh, I would say you were right to try and jack up a little bit. We're looking at Vinny Pacifico, Ricky Reyes, uh, KTB, Matt Tremont, Arcadia, Dasher Hatfield, and Chris Rockwell. Uh, any names out there kind of jump out at you, somebody that uh, maybe you want to lock horns with? Uh, you know, I, I'm not really, like, Arcadia and Dasher Hatfield. Like, I, know they, I know they've been around for a while. But I've actually, I don't think I've ever actually met either one of them. I've uh, okay. brushed with Matt Tremont a little bit um, in ECWA. Uh, Kyle the Beast have actually tagged with him a couple places, and uh, I, but I'd say like um, Vinny Pacifico because um, like I've known Vinny for a long time, and I feel like uh, you know two like for two of the younger guys in the sport, you know I feel like us locking horns, especially like because we both you know t- uh, have been at the Ring of Honor dojo and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, yeah. I think that would be, be good to you know mix it up and see kind of like see you know have us like push each other kind of a little bit. But um, Chris, Chris Rockwell is another person who I actually wrestled very early on in my career at ECWA. And I would actually really like to get in there with him uh, again. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, I mean, just looking at it, I mean, this field, I feel like it's more diverse than it's ever been, you know, you got some powerhouses, you got some high flyers, you got, uh, Matt Tremont with the with the hardcore edge that 
Uh, most guys don't really have in that tournament. And, and you have the technical prowess of a couple of these guys. Um, are you kind of prepared to uh, change your style on the fly if you need to? Yeah, um, especially like, like I was talking about, I, I have put on a little bit of weight, a little bit of size now, but I have been working on uh, my ground game quite a bit. That's almost kind of like what I've adapted my style to. But, you know, I'm not afraid to get in there and, and you know, throw a couple bombs with some of these big dudes. I'm, you know, go blow for blow. I, I, I think I can handle myself pretty well. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of guys with a lot of experience and, you know, I'm going, I'm almost six years in and, you know, I got to make up for that in size and speed and, you know, just, uh, what I can bring to the table. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm super interested to see how I do against uh, these guys, but I'm fairly confident. Like all BS aside, because I know a lot of people have, uh, kind of, um, talked down about the tournament these last couple of years. It, it's gotten away from some of the bigger names and stuff like that. Uh, I know management and myself, like we, we feel very differently. Like a lot of these stars weren't necessarily stars when they entered the tournament. So, um, and certainly that could be the case with any of these years. Um, do you ever think about the history of the ECWA super eight tournament, what it's done for certain oh. guys? Is, is that like a pinch me thing for you? Or, or is that just kind of BS to even say that? No, no, no. Uh, as a as a kid growing up, like when I first got into independent wrestling, Super Eight was over. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, awesome! Like you know, because you looked at all the guys that came through there. You got AJ Styles, you got uh, Daniels, you got the Hardy Boys, you got you know, it's a laundry list of, of people. And and even in like recent years, I I look at um, you had Anthony Green and um, Richard Holiday, and I'm uh, Richard is somebody that I you know. I've I've gotten to know a little bit, and I know he was is very impressed with the Super Eight, like what it's done for him. He talks about it all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I keep going back to, uh, and this one of course is going to be on internet pay per view IWTV. I'll, I'll provide more information on that. But the last time that a Super Eight streamed over the internet uh, was in 2011, and the finals was Tommaso Ciampa against Adam Cole, and uh, up to that point. I mean, Adam Cole had only really done CZW and a couple other smaller places. Tommaso was mostly a New England wrestler, but it was after that that their careers really kind of took off. So it's amazing to kind of look at uh, what Super 8 has done for certain guys. Yeah, and uh, those are two, uh, I don't know, uh, pretty good professional wrestlers, in my opinion. And, you know, Super 8 has, you know, as a kid, uh, you know, it has some clout to it. And, you know, I I think um, what we're doing this year with the internet uh, wrestling TV pay per view, uh, it's it's amazing, and like I can't wait to get a bunch of eyes not only on the Super Eight but just like on you know the ECWA product. And I feel like any person that wins the tournament, uh, I'm hoping is me, uh, it will be a, a, a an appropriate representation of what. Uh, ECWA is is going to do moving forward and, you know, what we're really all about, and that's professional wrestling. If you look back on the history of the Super 8, there's one name in particular that really jumps out at me, uh, Eric. It's it's Ricky Reyes because he was in the, I believe, the 2004 tournament. Uh, So that was a long Mm -hmm. time ago, a huge, huge break in between competing in this thing. But he's definitely coming at it from a different angle now as the established veteran. He's done Lucia Underground. He's done... 
TNA. He's done ring. He's been all over the place. Um, in particular, does somebody said- like that scare you? No. Nah, uh, so I've actually mixed it up with Ricky before, and he he mm-hmm. he is no joke. He's hot to the table, and I, you know, the first outing that we had was you know was really back and forth, and you know I think maybe. I don't know. I, I might have his number a little bit, but you know, Ricky is a phenomenal wrestler. He's an in-ring general, and like he's really no nonsense. And, and and believe it or not, even though we're competing, we you know have a lot of similar views about professional wrestling. But I feel okay. you know, yeah, I'm super interested to to see how he does, especially after like such a like a long break in between. I, I yeah I'm I'm just looking at this field and it just it it's so evenly matched I I I, I can't even imagine uh, what this is going to be like when it all comes down uh, Eric you've been um, you're one of the few guys well I guess there's there's more and more now but like you're one of the few guys who has been with ECWA under multiple owners. Uh, I, and I'm, I know you know what I'm getting at here, but like, had there been major changes? Like, do, do, does it feel different to you this time around as opposed to like when Mike Tartaglia was in charge? Uh, yeah, it definitely, it definitely does. Um, and I, I'm not gonna, you know, go there, you know, whatever. But like well, yeah, personal no. stuff. But I feel uh, as though uh, HWA is in a is in a prime position right now in the field of professional wrestling to really just really get out there and, and reestablish itself as like a top, uh, as like a top place to wrestle. I feel like management is, it has its head in the right place. They uh, want the company to succeed and they want the wrestlers there to succeed. And I feel like it's a place that, you know, it's more, it can be like a family that wants to just make this, like this baby, the ECWA, into a, you know, a full-grown, you know, prime spot, sorry, spot for professional okay. wrestling. Yeah, I feel like there's more of a clear-cut direction and, you know, and I feel like everybody wants to be there. That's cool. Uh, real, real kind of unifying stuff there. Um, Eric, if we're talking like kind of long-term projections, obviously Super 8 coming up in September. Uh, beyond that, what sort of goals do you have kind of set for yourself moving forward? Uh, well, I have been um, trucking away at the Ring of Honor Dojo, so I'm hoping something can happen there. Uh, you know, I love uh, being a part of uh, Ring of Honor, and I want to, um, you know, that's kind of where I have my goal set. But honestly, I just, I want to wrestle more. I want to uh, get out there and, you know, I feel like I, uh, you know, I don't mean to toot my horn, but like, I feel like I should be wrestling more than I am. And maybe that's on me. Maybe, you know, it's, it is what it is. Maybe I think too highly of myself, but I feel like the super eight, I can really elevate my game and, you know, get some more eyes, not only, like I said, on ECWA, but like on myself and I can, you know, elevate my career kind of. You mentioned the Ring of Honor Dojo. What what has that experience been like, kind of training there? Another legendary promotion. Um, and I feel like they only recruit the best, so it's got to be gratifying for you to know that they want you there. Yeah, so um, I was I was super lucky. I got invited there. Um, a lot of my uh, 
a lot of people that I've grown close with in professional wrestling uh, me there. And that was, you know, super humbling. And, you know, it's been, it's been a process. Uh, there's been some changes, um, but I've been working really closely with both our head coaches, uh, Jonathan Gresham and uh, Will Ferrara. And, and I've really uh, kind of developed my, my new style of professional wrestling. I've learned a lot of new tricks and like, you know, I do certain things really well, and now we exploit that. And you know, I you'll you'll see it on uh, at the Super Eight. You see what I like, all I've been working on, and what I'm bringing to the table. It's you know, as far as move sets and you know things that um, I don't know, I can really utilize to um, get the most out of what I do. I I know, like I've said at the commentary booth uh, with Soul Sly. Uh, I always felt like what you needed the most, Eric, was like a like a well-roundedness. You know, you had all the pieces. You just had to figure out how to connect them, you know. So an opportunity like that, I can only imagine, is going to help you put together all the pieces. I, I, I really feel like you're about to take off, my friend. Thank you. Um, you know, I go back <laughs> and I watch old uh, ECWA matches, and I just go, oh, man, what was I doing? You know, I was <laughs> like – one or two years in, I got, you know, now I'm, you know, I'm getting there. I look like, I look like a grizzled old vet. I'm turning 25, but wow. We, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I think, uh, I think I've come along, I've come a lot further than, you know, the last time ECWA saw me. And I mean, um, as far as before I made my return and, you know, had my matches, um, yeah, yeah. uh, But even then, like, I feel like in the in the time between when I had my match with Killian and Napalm to now, I'm, I've grown, like, even more. Like, I've had time to rest. I've had time to think about, like, what to do in the ring. And I feel like uh, I've grown even during this, like the quarantine yeah. and everything. Well, sure. I mean, it's been almost a year since your return. I, it's, uh, it's crazy to think about. I, I – um... I want to wish you nothing but the best, Eric. I, I really do. W- would you do uh, everything the same as you did? Would you make any changes to uh, your progression or pretty much happy with uh, the way everything is going so far? You know, I, um, I'm i happy. Like, I made a couple pit stops along the way, and I've uh, – Keener, Michael Keener, he always told us to keep learning, keep on learning. And, like, I've not only just applied that to wrestling, I've applied that to my life, like, as far as, like, my – physical fitness or just like anything I pursue outside of wrestling. I just like to keep learning mm-hmm. and I, you can learn in the same spot, but you also need to go and, and get that experience. So I've, you know, I've trained, you know, with guys who are on TV every week. I, you know, I went to Germany. I, I trained there for six weeks. I came back and like my game elevated. Then I, I learned from opponents that I've been in the ring with. I got to wrestle, um, uh, SCU last year and uh, GOD from New Japan and Ring of Honor, and you know, that really elevated my game. And I feel like um, just learning. Um, and I think I, I've, you know, I've learned no matter what I've done, even even in mistakes that I've made, I've learned from those mistakes. All right, very good. Uh, Eric, if people want to kind of follow you, keep tabs with everything you've got going on, uh, what's your social media presence like for the fans? Okay, um, so you can follow me on Twitter, which is classic 
E. Martin. Um, I'm a little bit funnier on there. I don't know. Uh, I'm not super great <laughs> at Twitter, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, you can uh, follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm a little bit more active, which is uh, classic Eric Martin. Um, yeah, I, you know, I just took a lot of uh, my fitness stuff, um, some professional wrestling stuff, you know, and then uh, I got links to my YouTube on there, which is awesome. It's just uh, classic Eric Martin. You can look up the classic experience. Working on uh, adding some more stuff, more content on there. Very good, very good. Uh, Eric, uh, before we let you go, I, I have a huge favor to ask, and I appreciate the time tonight more than you know. Um, I was wondering if we could get you to record um, what we call a bumper to play on the beginning of the show. That way, okay. when you're big and famous, I can act like we were best friends the whole time, and it was, you know, amazing. Brady, it was uh, amazing, of course. Okay. What do you want me to say? Uh, so if you could just uh, – the name of the show is In the Room. If you could just tell people who you are and remind them that they're listening, that they're listening to In the Room, uh, we'll have you on your way. Yes, sir. Uh, whenever you're Ladies ready. Ladies and gentlemen – all right, here we Sorry. go. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Eric Martin. And just to remind you, we are In the Room, and that's classic. I love it. Uh, Eric Martin, thank you so much, man. Uh, it was a pleasure, and uh, I only hope that uh, this next month, until I see you, goes a lot faster than the last uh, five months have gone, because this has been miserable. Uh, <laughs> I'll see you on the uh, But it was great. Yes, yes, definitely. It was great to talk to you, Eric. Yep, great talking. Bye-bye. And that was the one and only uh, Kathy. He's a classic, Eric Martin. Classic. Uh, a very, very good guy. Very good guy. I, I, I forgot we actually had him on the show a couple years ago, and uh, I mean, I guess I didn't forget it. Just I, it constantly slips my mind, you know. But uh, if you go back and listen to that interview versus like the one that we just did, uh, this kid has just grown so much, Kathy, by leaps and bounds. I mean, I'm talking in ring, out of the ring, socially. He's a uh, He's um he's definitely coming into his own, and I definitely recommend that everybody yeah. check out his stuff on YouTube uh, because it's very, 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 very good, as you would expect from Mike Keener and uh, Ring of Honor and all that jazz. Uh, so what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a commercial break. Uh, we're going to come back on the other side. We have everybody on board. Uh, we'll bring on Ray as well, and uh, we'll take your calls, and we'll uh, we'll have some fun doing it. Uh, 914-338-1885. This is In the Room on the VOC Nation Radio Network, and we'll be right back. This is the Slickster, the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? 
Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here, you get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation.
Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the Wrestling Historian with Craig Lagan every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOCNation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. 
Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the wrestling historian with Craig Legon every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network, Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Total Package Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests. So go on and get to clapping Clap. Go pop a phone pad Pop, pop a phone me Turn around and drop a throw a pad Drop a phone me I'll bet the beat in Miami all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're going to drop it for you right now. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to get in touch with us here tonight. We're going to take callers in just a moment's time or so. Uh, Brady Hicks here. I've got Kathy. I've got Stro. I've got Matt Grimm. I've got Ray on the line. 
Uh, guys, hold tight, because first and foremost, Straw, I got to ask you, what's going on this week, my friend? Ah, uh, man, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're covering from last week. Last week, uh, <laughs> as you mentioned earlier in the podcast, it was pretty wild with the two surprise guests, so uh, this Eight Thursday night on WCW. Yeah, eight like a freak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this Thursday night, WCW returns, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, VNCNation.com. Um, so far, as of now, there's no guest scheduled. It may be another round of open form and maybe, heck, even a few surprises. So, But I'll, I'll keep everybody informed the closer we get to Thursday. And uh, Friday night. Uh, the Strobe Zone on my official Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash the Maestro at midnight Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we'll, we'll be featuring none other than Creature from the Black Lagoon. So <laughs> also known as Rat Boy. Classic. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Stro, if, uh, if Courtney Cox or Nev Campbell ever call into your show, uh, I, I expect you to text me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I, I will absolutely. <laughs> Please. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's half the fun. You never know who's gonna call on the I'll show. I'll put them I mean, over. It, it's, yeah. Yeah. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> to the extent that the what? Oh man. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was the other one? It was like the, the trio. It was uh, from Scream. It was um, Courtney Cox, Nev Campbell. And the other one from uh, mm-hmm. Party of Five. Um, I can't think oh, of her name. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not all caught up on my '90s WB stars anymore. That's a shame. No, she was the Nev Campbell was the one from Party. Nev Campbell was the one from Party of Five. Yeah, but there was another one too, wasn't there? She did like movies after that. Wasn't it David Arquette? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell is her name? Ray, do you What's know who the other Mel Geller? No, but the no, other one. Like the only, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes. She was oh, in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. No, Jennifer Love yes. Hewitt. Yes. Yeah. That was I Know What You Did. She wasn't oh. in the Scream. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's that's bad. Many a, bad a night road. I woke up screaming her name. Yeah, I'll well, bet you. Yeah. Who, would bl- who could blame you? <laughs> I can't have How did all these crushing uh, shocks get into my bed? Oh, my have, goodness. You guys ever heard, heard about the... Uh, on a, on a wild thing? Um, <laughs> Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forget, I forget what they're called. Um, uh, well, not the thing? Banshees. No, not the Banshees. The little... Um, <laughs> Uh, the little the little spirits oh, that are supposed to like come in and they uh and like they sit fairies? on your chest. No, fairies? they're not. They're not no. fairies. Um, <laughs> the spirits sitting on your chest. I'm pretty chest. sure I've had hmm. fairies no. sit on my chest before. Uh, it might have been a dream. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, like I'm. Um, <laughs> uh, it's like a. No. It's, no, they're all like a. It's like an old woman. And like they come in, and it's like like that's supposed to be like what gives you like a night. To... No, that's a creature from Greek mythology. Um, okay. Well, like a succubus. More like that, I think a succubus is probably pretty close. Like, who would have known that Brady succubus was Jennifer woman. Love Hewitt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, actually, Katie Holmes. 
Jen- Jennifer Love Hewitt was a close uh, second, I think. So, uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the uh, in the WB hierarchy, Katie Holmes was pretty much it for me. So that, I gotta that tell, would you. tell you to an embarrassing level. Brady I gotta tell you. on loop, like the like the that one scene of her listening the gifts, just constant rotation. Oh, yeah, in the background. I forgot about that. That's a good. So many pairs of ruined I, socks. I gotta uh. say though, Lauren Graham really had it for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. For for. And you know now she's old and well, washed up and useless. Still got but, it. You know before. You yeah. know I mean I, I mean like look, look there's no one here including Kathy that would say no. But you know <laughs> I mean wait say no to what? To Lauren Graham. But oh. well, actually or to anything like like anything we're just like, like hell yeah peyote. You know get that over here <laughs> well, bud. Yeah, well don't I've get me there. started on the peyote. Oh, I think peyote would be a really good um the peyote. Peyote would be a really good descriptor for the saga that I have had with my internet provider, but that's neither here nor there. Men, I read two wrestling stories uh, over the past week that just really tickled my funny bone. One of them okay. was. I've well, had my tough funny bone tickled before. It was fun. When's the last time Kelly tickled your funny bone? Well, I'm anyway. a sensitive down there, so not as much. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> 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 so one of them was germane to what we talked about last week. I'm kidding, of course. And yeah. And that was out and loud. No one's doubting that you're a sensitive man. Um, <laughs> and that was I'm a one finger at a time Vince kind of guy, you know? Apparently, Vince is very. Uh, yeah, everyone knows you're a two finger man. Apparently, <laughs> Vince is very optimistic, uh, which I think is just delightful because. Correct me if I'm wrong, did we not spend a solid 45 minutes? In, on this show, and in fact, on this very hour of the show, talking about how Vince should probably be really depressed about his numbers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I think I was the most optimistic person, and even I was going, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I suck, but like, I mean, everything sucks. So I mean, you know, I mean, it's not that yeah. bad. We're yes. talking about like how the ratings for basketball are down to like whatever, you know. Like, I mean, <laughs> everybody. Right. Struggling. The point. The point was. The but. point was even even the optimistic among us were not optimistic. But the, right. the, the other one <laughs> was the one that really was the one that really made me chuckle. Now, mm-hmm. you guys know that the only the only dirt sheet for me will forever be kayfabe news. They were the only accurate reporting in wrestling, as far as oh, I, I missed them. Are they back yet? I don't know. I know. I, I was thinking I of uh, Scoop This. Never mind. I was thinking of Scoop This. No, oh, that was a good one. Yeah. And so, still, they still have the picture of Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins on that one. So I guess they're not coming back anytime soon. No, I, I, I assume they're not coming back. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate no, the effort. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. <laughs> anyway, I saw an article. <laughs> yeah. Cody Rhodes. Oh, we were talking about this. Okay. Go ahead. 
Because I because I missed I was I was I was indisposed. I didn't get to hear. You see, you talked about how Cody Rhodes um, shot down the idea that AEW wanted Goldberg. Dismissed that rumor. Oh no, I didn't see that one. Okay, so here's the thing that made me laugh exponentially. Here's the thing: if you're just making shit up for one <laughs> of these sites, I don't blame you, because I think that I think that any one of us could sit down at a computer and make up enough plausible things that our site would be believable. I, I, I and, really and at do. some like point, that, those things would happen. Right. Like I feel, I feel like it's one of those things where every person on, <laughs> you know, on this line right now as a host or co-host. Including Eric, Derek, by the way. He's here with us Hello. as well. Oh, hey, Derek. Derek. Hola. So every person on this show <laughs> could sit down and like come up with a, we could hit the dartboard enough with our sort of random guesses that mm-hmm. it could be believable. Who had Thunderdome on their 2020 board? I didn't. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> we don't I need did another not. hero. They started, out, oh, they started out saying oh. it would be like Thunderdome. We're seeing a turnaround while we're at it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They started out we're saying it would be like man. Thunderdome and quickly transitioned into it's going to be Thunderdome. So clearly they acquired the rights. Um, mm-hmm. No, uh, Ray, the, the, the story that I the story that I thought you were referencing was the one with Cody with the mid Carter thing with the fan. Uh, oh. <laughs> the fan <laughs> said Cody Rhodes is a mid Carter, and he tagged him. And Cody Rhodes engaged the guy. He said, "Uh, you know, why would you say I'm a mid Carter?" And the guy said, "Because you hold the TNT title, isn't instead of the heavyweight title, isn't that a mid card title?" Right. And I'm not even lying. Cody says, "Well, the man makes the title, not the other way around." And the, and and then Cody says, <laughs> "Plus, you're the one that follows me." <laughs> to which the fan replies, "Deadpan." Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite mm-hmm. answer this year. The fan says. I follow you because you're my favorite mid Carter. <laughs> Amazing. Delightful. They put up the fans' picture. He's not allowed back at AEW anymore. I, I, I am only kidding, of course. I, I, I think I am. I don't know. Oh yeah, there's no, like could, else. there's no way they could <laughs> choose fans at that point. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed. Also, no one else is allowed. <laughs> but you're like somehow especially not allowed. Who, who gets back first? Who gets back first? Sonya Deville's stalker or this guy that called Cody a mid-carder? I feel like they're comparable. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Or Scott Steiner. Or Scott Steiner in the Hall of Fame. Which, which of those three is going to happen? That ain't going to happen. Yeah, and that's a shame because you know who really needs to be in the Hall of Fame is Rick Steiner. Anyway. Damn right. The damn straight yeah. indeed. Anyway, um... No, my story was just delightful, and, and I, I want to talk about yours more, to be honest, because that, there's so many <laughs> things to unpack there. Uh, mine just made me chuckle because it, I don't know, and I could make up some pretty wild stuff. I don't know in what universe anyone would believe it would be plausible that AEW would want Goldberg. Like, what, why would you want that? that? That's not a real story. Come on, bud. I mean, I, look, for comedic value alone, just because I enjoy poor business decisions, I'm for <laughs> it. 
you know what's crazy about that? R- right when they announced AEW, um, I remember Dave Meltzer. He was coming out and he was saying like, "Oh, they're going to try to negotiate with Brock and they want to talk to Goldberg." I feel like anybody who's associated with WWE, whose contract is either coming up or it just expired, you're going to hear their name attached to AEW some way, just because. Yeah. That's just that just seems to be what things are now. Derek, was it you who was telling me that Dave Meltzer said that everybody except for Roman Reigns and WWE has inquired about AEW? Yes, he said that about a day or two ago. That yeah. sounds crazy. I, I can't even envision <laughs> I um, Seth Rollins saying, I want out, I want to go to AEW. I got to get out of here. <laughs> I, can I, I can't even picture like, it. I can see guys I, like Ricochet or guys like that, but like the top guys, I don't I, Eventually, they're going to run out of room for all these guys. I suppose. Okay, look, I I highly doubt that the percentage is that high. Like, like surely some guys, surely some guys other than Roman Reigns have said, "I'm happy where I'm at." But you know, several of us on Even the Vincent. show. Yeah, actually, even Vince asked. He was like, "Man, you know, this shit is just not <laughs> looking good." Damn, pal. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe but, they all could be part of Dark Order. <laughs> That'd you know, be amazing. In a way, uh, though, like, <laughs> even if I reflect on, even if I reflect on careers of people on the line right now, some of us are in industries where even if you're happy, you know, you're always kind of looking. Mm-hmm. You're, all, you're yeah. always looking to see if there's something a little bit better. You know, and mm-hmm. and I I do it every year, you know, so it's not, and sometimes you're more serious about it. Sometimes you're not, but you know, right. No, I think it's, I I think it's, I think it's plausible that a high percentage of them. I mean, if I'm Randy Orton, I'm going in the office to Vince come contracts. I'm going, Hey, I just spoke to to Tony and Cody. You know, just just to get some more money out of Vince, I'd definitely do that. Yeah. You'd be an idiot not to do that. Yeah. Well, but you don't like, want to I do mean, it so much. I mean, for, yeah. You don't want to make enemies I mean, like, doing for, it. Yeah. Well, no, you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it that often. Like, uh, to use your example, if I'm Randy Orton, you know, when it comes contract time, you know, you're going to sit down with Vince and say, look, you got to do something with me to where I'm generating more revenue that ultimately I see a bigger portion of, or, you know, I mean, there is this other opportunity out there for me. I, I see Randy Orton at this point in his career, getting that Bret Hart deal that they envisioned many years ago, the, the lifer deal, you know, where he wrestles for a couple more years and then he, then he's with them for life. I mean, Taker is what, almost 60 and he was going to do StarCast. And Vince gave him a 20-year deal just because he was going to go to StarCast. <laughs> yeah. He was never going to go to AEW, ever. He didn't even know it was with uh, AEW, he said. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, um... I want to see a Thunderdome cage match. Like when Muda blew out the, the fire that one time with Sting and Flair and Terry Funk. Kathy, I feel like you got cut off there. Did you have something that you wanted to add? I'm sorry. No, I'm fine. Okay. I'm just chilling with uh, Okay. Well, let's. Uh, we're all about to start listening. We're going to bring on Malcolm. Uh, what's going on, oh, Malcolm? No. How you doing, pal? 
Well, can you hear me? Please? Miss talking to you, brother. Well, I just want to know if you can you, hear me because I've had all the time with phones. You're uh, you're, we can hear you. You're uh, you're the big time movie star now. You don't got time for me anymore. No, 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 Brady. First of all, don't put down Scott mm-hmm. Steiner. I'm, I'm I didn't. Yeah. I love Scott but, Steiner. When they teamed up in August of '89 in, in the NWA, yeah. I was a big fan of theirs. And you know what, Scotty told me. He said, Malcolm, me and Rick are big fans of yours. Hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure something out here. And Derek, I think you were about to ask the same thing. Because the only mm-hmm. person who mentioned anything other than saying Scott Steiner's probably not going to go in the Hall of Fame was me. And I said, I think Rick, do you think that I was like somehow, was me saying that Steiner should go in the Hall of Fame a put down? Like, I'm, I'm genuinely <laughs> confused. I love Ray. Not mad at you, Ray. It, that's just your. That's everybody's entitled their opinion on who goes on the thing. I really I, don't care. I was just saying. I was just saying that WWE has uh, kind of banned Scott Steiner from the Hall of Fame. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve you know, to go in. He does. Brady Luger deserves to go in. Brady, I was at Wrestle Reunion. We're at the Weston Hotel, and they just Rick and Scott had just wrestled the New Age Outlaws, Billy Gunn and Road Dog. And they lost the match. And Billy Gunner was falling behind me. And I had souvenirs. I went to my room. And Billy thought I was falling. And I said, I'm just taking some souvenirs to my room. <laughs> and then I'm going to the escalator. The very top of the escalator is big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. He's standing mm-hmm. right there side. He's not standing in front. He's just standing off to the side. And I come up. And he says, he looks at my whole Hogan jacket. He says, hey, Malcolm, would you like me to sign that for you? And I oh, said, I'd be honest. You got a Sharpie? And I go, yeah. So I hand him the Sharpie. Wait a minute. If there's one person in this world who hates Hulk Hogan more than Derek McDonald, it's Scott Steiner. He cannot stand Hulk Hogan. Right. He, he loves Malcolm. Derek, yeah, you, don't like, you don't like Scott Steiner? No, I said I don't like Hulk. Me and Scott Steiner have a lot in common. I, we I both know. don't like Hulk Hogan. I know a lot of people. You know, Derek, I met Paul Mr. Wonderful Orndorff. Every, he said he likes me, doesn't like Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Every What's time I do that, when Malkamania runs wild on you, brother. Superstar Billy Graham. Superstar Billy Graham used to shove his picture, but they like me. Bobby the Brain Heenan, I met him. Bobby Heenan said, he said, hey, Malcolm, he had throat cancer. Come on, oh, I just get the, I just did <laughs> the impression for Bobby Keenan and his wife's work behind him. And we're at Franken Country in 2011. And um, Bobby says, he says, everybody knows I hate Hulk Hogan. But he goes, I like you. I'm going to turn you into Hulk Hogan's evil Don't laugh twin. at that, Brady. I'm not. <laughs> Malcolm, I think a lot of people were surprised. David Arquette called into WCW Retro. You set up the entire thing, and uh, I think a lot of people were surprised. Quite honestly, I, I heard a lot of the listeners throwing panties in his direction, just trying to get, him, get his attention. Uh, it was crazy. It absolutely. You had Brian Vaughn trying to like line him up for the show. You had uh, everybody wanted free autographs and pictures and tickets. And uh, 
Malcolm, you're in his movie, right? Right. You know, what's weird about it? He really is. Like, David Arquette talked about it. I've never had an acting lesson in my life. I remember we were in Macedonia. Macedonia, we were You you play a guy at a convention, don't you? You play a guy at a wrestling convention. No, but Brady, let me finish this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About a week before we're going to Macedonia for United Nations peacekeeping tour, there's a bunch of VIPs there. And they said everybody gets their 15 seconds of fame. Well, I was doing Hogan, and I was doing Savage, you know, uh, in Macedonia when we got here. You know, this is really All this stuff Did you drop your phone in the toilet? The first week of August, and Am I the only one that can't hear him? No. <laughs> I can hear Hogan Zero. It's pretty good. I, I'm, I'm not going to ask him to repeat that. Um, <laughs> oh, Malcolm. I can't hear you, Malcolm. You're coming in and out. I can't hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you sound like this, Jen. Did, did you throw the phone down the hallway? Yes, I threw it down the hallway. Like Jim Carrey threw the torch in the back cave in Ace Ventura. You're okay. You just sound very distant. Are you away on speaker, maybe? Yeah, I'm on speaker. Let me. Let me turn it down. Yeah, yeah sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't Brady. hear what you were saying. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. Selfish. You know, I'm tired of the three stooges of the communications industry, Metro, Sprint, and T-Mobile. Uh, you know, I'm going with AT&T when I moved to Idaho 13 days. Idaho. You know, T-Mobile you just passed AT&T together, for number two. Mm-hmm. But I want to say this, if I can't breathe. I want to wish okay. a happy birthday to who I think, maybe nobody agrees with me, but to me, she's this. She's the most beautiful young lady in the world to me. Yeah. And I, I, she calls me Katie on the phone once in a while. She's busy with her acting and singing career. Oh, wait, and her Kelly. name is Max Wassa. And so I call Max. I was right the first time. I was right. And I want to wish you a so, happy birthday to the whole world. Yeah. Okay. Did you get that? The rodent you, calls him social Val. Calls her social Val. Social. Who does? <laughs> Brady, did you hear me wish her a happy birthday? Yeah. Did I hear you wish her a happy birthday? No, I didn't. Yeah, Brady, Brady or the most beautiful lady in the world to me. Maybe not everybody else, but to me, I've known her since a Hollywood show in April 2009. And you know, Brady, Long time. she Long went, time. I told her this, uh-huh. and she's looking wondered, I said, I've never been out with her yet after four times, but if she wants me to marry her today, I'd do it. Oh, Are you talking no, about Social no. Val or, or mm-hmm. Max Wasser? No, I'm not talking about Max Wasser. I ain't talking about Max Wasser. I love Max Wasser. It's almost two years since it's we had her, her on. Brady, it's her birthday today. 
August 18th. Uh, you know what? I'm going to text her and wish her a happy birthday. Yay. Happy birthday to Max. She's the Malcolm, one. I'm going to make two younger than me. I don't want can you do it? Can you do it like Reese? Be like, she's the one that I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> well, um, let's see. <laughs> Will you marry me? <laughs> I love it, brother. I love it. Uh, we're going to go to some more callers, Malcolm, but hold tight. Thank you for calling in, brother. Uh, you know, he reminded me, actually, that I'm going to play this uh, this Rat Boy Roast bumper thing from a couple years ago. It involves SoCal Val. Voice of Choice Nation. Heard worldwide. 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 Worldwide, baby. Worldwide, man. Worldwide. 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 It's no cowbell. And, and Rad Boy and I are going to go have a, a second cocktail. What do you say, Rad Boy? Worldwide. Matt Morgan. Rad oh. Boy and Val. I'm not even going to touch that. I bet you there's going to be <laughs> there's going to be some missing Velveeta slices somewhere here in this hotel. You know what, Rad Boy? You're asking for it, and I'm going to give it to you. I took it like a man. Come on now. Four different ways. I got five different ways, and you only got four. Rad Boy follows Paul Bear around. Here he is again. I have a special arm reserved uh, for him. I think he'll fit in it, too. Again, it's a part of the, like, comedic relief. Keep listening. And monkeys, or you will feel the bang. <laughs> I have five different ways. You only have four. <laughs> Holy smoke! Uh, my favorite, my favorite Rat Boy bumper was uh, him him saying that uh, he had special people in his corner. <laughs> I don't think that one made the cut. What's going on, Rat Boy? That's right. I got very, very special people in my corner now. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. That did bring back the memories, didn't it? So, Cal Val. Oh, yeah. How you doing, Whiskers? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so Val. I sure dream about her every <laughs> night. Take it easy, sir. Whoa. Don't go but, too but, far, but, Rat but, Boy. But, 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 but the biggest one was China when I gave her that ring. Mm-hmm. He did. What? He gave her a ring. It was made of a twist what? tie. What kind of ring? <laughs> a a regular ring. ring. Oh. A paper ring. A gumball machine ring. Actually, I think it was paper, wasn't it? Yeah, we got uh, plastic with uh, a piece, di- piece of paper of a diamond. You know, on, okay. on it. Stick to it. <laughs> he proposed to her. <laughs> yeah, man, I even got on my hands and knees and begged her to marry me. Hands and knees. Guess what? You're not supposed to be going to hands and knees. I could but she never did. Yeah, like, you're not. He made himself an animal well, just that's... for her. That's quite the proposal. Honey, let me get down on my hands and knees for you. 
Let me bow uh-huh. down like the animals when Mufasa went to the top of Pride <laughs> Rock. I'm just going to bow down. So. <laughs> I'm going to bite on this bit and pull you wherever you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Where to, my lady? <laughs> Where to, my lady? Oh, oh, that rapper. was wrong. That was so Till wrong. death or a lack of oaths do we part. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, All right, man. so Rambo, you yeah. called us. What's on your mind? Yeah, what's going on? What's right on my mind? We know any money. I'm putting pay- I'm two to two together now. Okay. Okay. Two and two together. Does that make four? Oh. Oh. Five. What is that? We got we got the midget on one side, and we got the uh, the, the the ninjas. Okay. The ninjas. You no. Know, okay. The yeah, turtles. We we got you. The Foot Clan. Yeah, the Foot Clan, yeah, the the uh, the Karate Kid Clan. I don't know, I don't care how you call them, but okay. on the you other side, they, we, we they, they should say that gold. They should they should say that they're going to unmask Retribution, and when they do, it should just be the ninjas. <laughs> right. But it, I think that's what's going to happen now. That's why I'm putting two to two together. I think. They're going to put the ninjas under two those, those two suits, and they're going to become the ninjas. Now, well, see, I'm not play. sure that's right. I think when they unmask Retribution, um, uh, they're going to they're going to unmask them. It's going to be in no particular order. Um, nails. Uh, nails. Nails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's going to be nails. Oh, I think you uh, said nails. It's going to. No, and um, it's going no, to be nails. it's going to okay. be the. Yeah, it's going to be the resurrected ghost of King Kong Bundy. <laughs> He'll be the audience. <laughs> the virtual audience. And... In the Thunderdome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the last song will be Marty Jannetty. Oh, yeah, I okay. Hope, I, I just hope when they take the mask off, they react to like uh, Ron Simmons and Butch Reed did when they took their mask off in Doom, even though everybody knew it was them anyway. And they're like, no, <laughs> right. they, they were so... They were so ashamed that their faces were shown the whole time. Right. I hope it's Vince McMahon. I know the short one. I know the short <laughs> one me. now. Who is it? It was Horn me, Swaggle. I oh, know sure. the short one now. Who that short one been on WWE. Plus, he's been on Gee, NXT, no but you haven't seen yeah, him in a while. No. Leo Rush. No. Leo Rush. How about Drake? Drake Magger. Why the hell? He has his back already. Why would he be tearing shit up? He cried because he cried because they kept kept his job. <laughs> Why would he want to mess that up? Well, he, that 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 was the short one was cutting down the ropes, and that looked like him too. <laughs> the way he By stands and all. <laughs> They are the worst anarchist group I've ever. Like, you see when they threw the center block through the door, and they were like, yeah! yeah. Everybody was all excited. I was like, Jesus Christ. I know. I was waiting for the cops to the keyboard by the way, on the production yeah. room. <laughs> <laughs> WWE made this big deal. Like, they, like, reinforced security. They had, uh, Samoa Joe's talking about how they're studying the security. What, what security tape do you have to study? The fans have gotten to see everything live. Like, <laughs> yeah, what, what, what do you need to – Literally, the security was standing there when they threw the brick through the window. Like, what, what do you need to study? Now, if they really wanted to make them look cool, when those two guys were standing by the glass door, somebody would have just ran into one of them and threw them through the door. That would have been funny. 
but it's it's so bad. It's so it's, bad. wait a minute, it's wait a minute. It's silly. It, it it was bad enough because they threw a block on, on the glass, but they never mm-hmm. tried to do it. See, it was open or closed, but that door was open. I thought they were gonna break oh. through the glass door and run through it. They broke through it and ran away like a bunch of teenage kids. I was like, come on. Yeah, man. yeah but the what door was already open. It was unlocked. You know what? Okay. I, think, I think it's going to be the guy that was stalking Sonya Deville. It's going to be the guy that was pooping on the performance center and threatening people. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of them. The, the fat guy that brings the belt to every show, he's he's going to be one of them. Um, there's, the possibilities are endless here. <laughs> I know i got to be more specific. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, what's going to happen is that AEW might be underneath those masses, and you don't even know about it. Well, Wouldn't that sure, be something? Sure must be, they're sure enough to be a young buck, so you might be right. right yeah. Boy. Mm-hmm. You know, wait, Chris the Jericho is going up on everybody <laughs> for the last <laughs> couple of days. Chris Jericho. Yeah. yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of Chris Jericho, it's like a, why is he always talking about the business of AEW? Like, is he like a... Uh, an office official or something like that. Well, we were talking about that. Like, <laughs> I, I was just it, it saying that. Like yeah, I think he protests too much. Like he's always Rap talking. Boy, about, like, come on, Chris. Yeah. Rap boy, I'm gonna let you go, I brother, say... just so we can get to some more people. I, I, I we'll come back to you if we get time. Oh, <laughs> sorry, that. brother. No, like, we shall. That sounds like Vince. You're Brady. Before we go to I the next say... caller, click. Yeah. Before we go to the next call, you know what astounds me is that. They call us, nothing. To and say. then ask what's, and then and then well then number one nothing to say, and then they they ask it like like what's going on? I don't know, bud. Hosting a radio show. <laughs> what's up with you? <laughs> what's happening? Uh, <laughs> Just chilling. Hey, what's work. going on? I don't know. Uh, trying to host an interesting guys, program. Man. Why you got? Why you got something to add to the discussion? Want to contribute? I love maybe? these guys. I love these guys. <laughs> you call Say us. Something, callers. <laughs> What's going on, yeah. Mike? Hey, how you doing out there? My brother, hey, I got all your emails and messages and stuff. I gotta, I gotta look up some pictures to send you back. Okay, oh. cool. Hey, uh, <laughs> I wish you all the best and prayers for you on your, uh, because you're. You don't feel good right now, so uh, thank you. I'm, I'm feeling you. real good right oh, now. Oh, great! Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably gonna crash Here hard when this is over, though. <laughs> I'm uh. Hey, um, to, to quote a very comes. wise man, I'm high as a kite and my teeth are green. Merry effing Christmas! So. Oh uh, no. <laughs> 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 Oh man! Hey, I just want to say. I am so blown away by AEW right now. Uh, the women. Look division. at you! Um, Look at you! The uh, yeah, I, I Alexa Bliss is still my favorite. Don't get me wrong. I love I love oh, watching cool. her WWE, but I just that's, get that's tired of the same old people winning. You know, it's like yeah, uh, Penelope Ford. Do you remember her? She's I remember she's her. With, uh, yeah, she's with this guy Kip and. They're always, she always has some classic matches I've been watching. 
And then um, you got the, the Nightmare Sisters, classic. which are pretty cool. Like uh, the Brandy Rose classic. and Allie. Matt Classic. And they are, yeah, classic. They, they're they're going to be in the Tag Team Championship against Diamante <laughs> and uh, in Belize. You mean, to, you mean to tell me there's a Rose on the AEW roster and they're going to be competing for a title? No. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's groundbreaking. The women's Tag Team. When there was a mid-card it, title. It just... It just... Uh, <laughs> Blows me away. It looks like a, you know, it looks like real wrestling. When I when I see the WWE, it kind of looks like you're watching a movie. When I watch the AEW, it's like a, a real real Asian wrestling match. You know, it's pretty yeah. cool. It, it um, I mean, they show close-ups. They they show the the people getting hit. You know, real. Stop the box. Uh, it yeah. looks. They make it look real. You know, and Tony Schiavone does a good job on. Hold on. On the. Right. Uh, you tell me. On the announcing. You enjoy these. You enjoy these women on the AEW YouTube show more than you enjoyed Sasha and Bailey versus. Well, they, they always win. Asuka. You know they're going to win. You know they're going to win at SummerSlam. You know who's going to win. It, it, you can, uh, you don't, you don't know who's going to win at AEW. That's what's cool about it because I don't think they, they I don't have so many do women. Either. I don't think they do either. <laughs> I put my money on so many. <laughs> I put my money on Randy Rose. Think of dice. They have so many, so many women. I just, you know, it's pretty cool and everything. And Cody's matches. They like it. Um, yeah, well, I'll say this. I'll say this. And, uh, um, I, you know you, Sasha's going to win. You know Bailey's going to win. You know Oscar's going to win. You know, uh, you know Brady's going to win. The others are going to win. But um, who do you think would Brandy's win? Gonna win? Mike, Mike, who do you think would win between Brandy Rhodes and Vance Archer? Who oh, said? Come on, Brady. Come on, Brady. I'm thinking Brandy Rhodes. Rhodes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I got you on my <laughs> He's like, come on. No, obviously, Brandy Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the pins are mightier than the sword. Yeah, they, oh, they get this brain girl. They get this girl. They call her a bandit. She's like the dead girl, right? And she looks like the girl in The Exorcist. When she gets beat, yeah. she gets her. She picks herself up the ring and she turns her head like the girl did in The Exorcist. And then Kylan yeah. uh, King, she's pretty cool. She does a great job in the ring, and. Uh, Penelope Ford's the one I like. I like the most because she really goes out there and kicks butt. You know, it, it, that's it's why I like her awesome too. Watch. Yeah, yeah, she's I from mean, Philly. I didn't know she I was mean, from cool. Philadelphia. You know, we had her on the show before. It's Abaddon. <laughs> it's Abaddon. <laughs> to quote, to quote Jim Ross, if everybody's beating everybody, nobody's getting over. So right. uh, say, you know. You never know who's gonna win. It's because they're all beating each other because nobody's a star. There's really no stars. Yeah. On that roster, no, I, mean, I just love beat everybody for six months. Um, yeah, I, still I get, like we we had like we had Penelope Ford on the show like probably five or six years ago. Oh, did you? Oh, cool. We did, yeah. Oh. When she was coming up in uh in the Independence, Kathy and I were very friendly with her. Oh, awesome, awesome, man. Yeah, oh, man, I didn't know that. Oh, well, she used to, to be a, a wingette. They had like cheerleaders at the wing ball. She was a cheerleader at the wing ball. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, just Miss Wingette. 
I'm pretty sure that's not a highlight of her career, Brady. You break that up. Well, I mean, it was at that point. Now it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at that point. Did the caller put us on hold? <laughs> Did he really put us on hold? I didn't yeah. know that. That's... Oh, sorry, Michael. Um, oh, all right, try it now. Sorry. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, Alexa Bliss is still my favorite. Don't get me wrong. I love I love oh. watching her in WWE. No, That's terrible acting. She, I, I, I never like get. The it. About the, I never get. Um, I'm just. Did you see would you put her over, Mike? <laughs> I haven't turned away from would WWE, you put her over? but I just. What's that? Would you put her over? <laughs> oh no, no! <laughs> She's still the best. She's still the best wrestler. You go under. So you don't all time. Yeah. Uh, I got. You. Well, look. Yeah. So you what? So, so you got Mike, right? Mike, you said. You said you don't watch it anymore, which is crazy because for some strange reason they put her in the main event on SmackDown, and I have to watch her talk like a robot at the end of every SmackDown now. Oh, they won't let I her. Know, I know, I love it. Now. You know, you know those guys. They, yeah, she never does probably, anything anymore. By the way, yeah, good performance. Don't let her play. She's she's boy. my all-time favorite. Boy. They're not gonna let her have the championship anymore, probably. Uh, let's talk about, let's yeah, talk about Bron- that. Yeah, Bron says, "Mama didn't raise no fools." Damn right, bro. Derek, Derek, let's talk about that though, because no, it is she's a little strange. They, she's, they, I hope she does win it again, but uh, I don't know they, if they almost. Win it but they almost she's turned Bray Wyatt into like they almost turned Bray Wyatt into like a baby face there by having him make the same yeah. with Alexa. That was a little weird. He's I good, think they. He's a good I guy. I think now, they are. Is crazy. He's a good feed. Which is. He's a demon. They are. <laughs> well, to me, Braun is the good guy. He's been trying to get with Alexa for years now, and then all of a sudden she goes, oh, who knows? Maybe there's a future for us. Nah, too late, sweetheart. Too late. Yeah, I'd like to see her be the bad girl again. She, she was better when me she was too, a bad Mike. girl. Me too, Mike. She's a good bad girl. Um, no, yeah, yeah. Fun. She just doesn't, it so doesn't cut it. spank her. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't want to spank her. Uh, Too much. Yeah, I ordered, I ordered your T-shirts. Thank you so kindly. Thank you so kindly for the T-shirts. They're awesome. I can't wait to wear those pretty soon. Oh, yeah. It's which which one did you get again? You got a WCW one, right? No, WCW. you got in the room? Yes, yes. In the room. Yes. DLC. Did, nice. And, uh, did you see the new Stroh one? No, no. I got I to just... get that one. You you got to check it out. It's uh it's the the four phases of of Maestro through the Stro. Okay. Do you remember what the tagline okay. was? I know it's something with the Stroverse. Do you remember? Yes, uh, the four phases of Stro, and it says join the Strovolution. Strovolution. That's, that's cool. I like it. And uh, <laughs> it, special artwork by our friend Steve Anderson, formerly of this show, fantastic cool. cartoonist with um, fantastic cartoonist with uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated and Wow Magazine. So Steve did the oh, illustrations, cool. and uh, it, it looks absolutely amazing. I definitely recommend. So if you go to uh, prowrestlingtees.com backslash vocnation, and if you can't remember that, go to vocnation.com and just click on the Pro Wrestling Tees link. It's the first one up. Uh, you can't miss. Oh, it. I thought you were going to uh, say if you can't remember. I thought you were going to say if you can't remember that I got two words for you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, hey Mike. Man. I got two words yeah. for you, Mike. What's that? Got two words for Good you. <laughs> I love you, brother. We'll talk to you real soon. Thank you. Can you play Alexa Sorry. first before I go off the air? You got it, brother. Talk to you later. Okay. All right, brother. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're the man, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having fun tonight. I really thought I'd be ready to crash at 11. Like, uh... <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. How yeah. many days? How many days a week do you think Mike eats exclusively Taco Bell? <laughs> like, like college. I don't know. I eat it all the time for college. <laughs> you know, true story. I, I I've only had Taco Bell once in my entire life. What? Really? Yeah, it's crazy. God, I want well, I mean, Mike in a college campus. I, love, I, love I can imagine love Mike getting arrested on a college campus. <laughs> I can imagine Mike getting arrested in Orlando outside of Alexa Bliss's house. Uh, 100%. I'm only kidding. Mike. I, mean, I, I don't think you're like the Sonya Deville's fan. I'm only playing. I guess here's the thing. Like, I um, I guess I'm not that surprised that you've only had Taco Bell once. Because, like, you're in a city with lots of good drunk food. So, mm. and you're not, you're yeah. not low class enough to just, like, choose to go to Taco Bell. You, you know what it is? It, it's not like a class thing, believe me. I, I'm the lowest common denominator for almost everything. Uh, it's, it, it's more that, um, it's more that, like, when I was younger, I had very plain taste and my parents had very plain taste. So I wasn't exposed to a whole lot until I was in my 20s. And then that was when my palate really expanded and I really started to, like, uh, you know, enjoy different ethnic foods. Do you know what I mean? So, like, tacos were something I probably wouldn't have eaten before I was, like, 25 anyway. And then, then, you know, if I'm going to do that, like you said, there's so many taco restaurants around. I just... I, I went to Taco Bell once. It was actually with Voice of Choice. We were on the run somewhere, and we had to stop somewhere quick to eat. And it was the only time I ever went there. I had a couple tacos. They were delicious, but I've never been back. I couldn't even tell you where there's one near me. Ew. Yeah. I had nothing bad to say about them. I just not really. No. Yeah. I mean, when I was in college, it was either like Taco Bell. We had like a 24-hour pizza place. Or there was um, White Castle, and if anybody's ever eaten White Castle, you don't want to eat that too much oh. anymore because you'll make oh, no, go to that's... sleep if you eat it too much. White anymore. Castle. White Castle. That's, that's... that's my. So we don't have them, um, really out out west. Uh, there, I mean, there, like there's one in Las Vegas, but like I'm not driving up to Las Vegas for you know White Castle. And you'd so, be like Harold and Kumar. So every time I'm I'm not that <laughs> so every time <laughs> every time that I am uh, back in an area where there's White Castle and and, and if, if you've ever had White Castle you understand the process I'm about to go through I go in and I say you're not going to have White Castle this time <laughs> because you know what you're you know what it's going to do to you you already know and yet one day. Uh, there, there I will be sitting in the car, in the parking lot, yep. like having like this out of like this, this like this experience, this out of body experience, where it's like I'm looking down at myself, saying, "No, <laughs> please do not eat those White Castle." Shaking your head, right. in disapproval. Yep. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll sit there. I'll have a sack of about 12 of them. Yeah. And, yep. <clears throat> and for the next three days, I will taste onion and pickles. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's, I, I was going to say, yeah. I was, I, I've been in the car with my brother, and I'm like, oh, are you hungry? He's like, yeah, you know. He goes, I'm going to go to White Castle. And I go, well, I'll get something else. You go to White Castle, <laughs> I'll get something else. And we'll be in the drive through and we'll pull up to that little thing, and the lady goes, what do you want? And my brother has his order, and she goes, anything else? And my brother will look at me, and I'll shake my head and discuss that myself. I'll take a deep breath, and I'll be like, ah. Oh. Give me 10 cheeseburgers and some chicken rings. And you just know <laughs> when you get home, it's going to kill you. You're going to feel you it. You have to do it. You're going to feel it. Similarly, I, um, I, I can't eat a Hot Pocket to this day because in college I had one when I was hungover. And it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Really? So I've never oh. eaten Hot Pockets again. I, just the thought of a Hot Pocket in the microwave just, like, disgusts me. Absolutely. And I like pizza. I like Stromboli's. It just, it's just too funny. Um, I, I was going to say, when I was in college, um, there was like the on-campus place. It was called Intermissions. They had very good food. And, but we went to school in a very bad neighborhood. So anything that you got, it pretty much had to be delivery because you weren't really going out, per se, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it was like kind of an enclosed campus in, in a very urban area. And um, the pizza place that we used to order from, um, the delivery driver reminded me of a freshly unmasked Rey Mysterio. So we used to always order from them because Rey Mysterio <laughs> would come with our food. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not him, but I went to college during the Attitude Era, so I remember being very excited every time Rey Mysterio would show up at the townhouse. Ray Ray. <laughs> Ray Ray. <laughs> it was when he was a filthy animal. So when... Uh, I did not have a White Castle. There was one in town, but like it was far from where, yeah, like from where from where I lived. Um, and we had like we had a we had a twenty four hour pizza place, but uh, ordering from them was you know like trying to decode cuneiform. Like it just it just wasn't worth the hassle. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Like the phone system was so preposterous, it was like they had just decided to set up a phone line to aggravate you until you gave up and ordered online. Um, <laughs> that sounds like Domino's. But I, and they I, um, to mess well, up. I, just... I, <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I, well, I would say I, I won't. I, I wouldn't know because I, I refuse to patronize Domino's anymore. Well, I, um, I don't anymore. But one time on the app, I made a mistake in ordering and I forgot to specify what cheese and sauce I wanted. So what I got was a baked shell with toppings on it with no cheese or sauce. <laughs> so now I, I will never order from the <laughs> Because I feel like if I don't say sauce, they should still include something or at least call me to say, Hey, did you really just want a cooked shell with some with some toppings on it? I'm not even lying about that. Or maybe uh, you want to order actual pizza? <laughs> What's that? Um, oh, I was yeah, saying I you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe you want a pizza on there or something? Yeah, do you? You know, just a, it wasn't even like a like a hand tossed shell. It was like a like a frozen shell, you know, that was cooked. Jesus. We had a um. Uh, it, I think I might have gotten the best out of all of us. 
we have this restaurant called Lucalo's, which uh, is okay. pro- which like all restaurants is probably is probably closed forever now. Um, but if you probably. ordered Lucalo's, uh, if you lived within uh, six blocks of campus, they would deliver to you. And it was like it was like a regular like Greek restaurant, and I got very fat for those those few years. That was, that was goody. I miss that. Oh, college eating was some of the best eating I've ever oh. done in my life. Oh, the oh the absolute best eating. And the thing is, I I I can't do it anymore. I I really can't. But every once in a while, I get tempted. You know, you gotta you gotta. Then and I, I I hurt the next day. <laughs> I used to because I played I played football in college. So randomly throughout the summer before training camp, they would call us in to make sure you're maintaining weight. And all I would do is eat all summer. I would just eat whatever I wanted to. And they one day coach called me in the weigh in and he's like, "All right, McDonald, get on the scale." And I just shook my head no. <laughs> he was like, "Why not?" I was like, "Look, man, I'm not gonna waste your time." On my time, I probably gained 20 pounds in the last two months just eating whatever I wanted to do. So just yell, get it all out your system, and I'm going to go back and eat yeah. some more, okay? Don't waste my time. <laughs> oh, Tora. What's going on, Tora? Yeah. How you doing? Well, I'm doing great. Did your daughter's yeah. nose, your daughter had her nose removed last week. Is, is How's it looking? It's looking great. Good. So is it totally gone? No, her nose is not gone. Oh, I thought you said she had her nose removed. The cyst. The cyst. So they desisted it. Yeah. I know I used that joke last week. Where are you, Sora? I'm at Are you going to have a party of less than 25 people? Less than 25 people. There's less than 25 people in there? Yeah. I can probably have voices right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a party. What are you drinking, Sora? Water. Well, why are you in a bar drinking water? Because I don't know, but I'm about to give me another drink. Tora, I'm at home and I'm drinking NyQuil. NyQuil? Yeah. You shouldn't be drinking NyQuil. Why? I'm not driving. Not gonna operate no, you're not driving. <laughs> Whoa. You silly girl. That's this guy that had throw up. <laughs> he throw up on the floor, and he yeah. he was drinking bourbon, my bourbon, and I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm drinking water and bourbon. Oh, wow. You're saying you're drinking water, you're drinking water and bourbon. There's a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden he throwed up twice. Well, that happens when you're drinking bourbon. I'm like, I had to guard the bartender 
Wrestling Nation. <laughs> Sir, I, I'd like to know what's Retribution doing in the Thunder Zone? I don't know. Steve, Steve, you know, I was listening to WCW Retro last week, and I got to give you credit uh, because everybody else on there, um, they were prepared to go down on David Arquette, but you, you held your, you held your poise. You, no. you didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't do anything like out of the ordinary. You treated him like a normal person. And I, I thought that was really admirable. I mean, some of the slurping going on on the line was insane. Wait. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what? You got, Brian Vaughn trying to, you got Brian Vaughn trying to line him up for an interview during an interview? Uh, you got – I don't even know all the people, Stro, that were on there, but it was insane the way they were throwing their panties at that guy. Yeah, David's cool, and um, – I did I didn't mean to hope, throw Brian Vaughn under the bus, by the way. He was just the only one that yeah. I recognized the voice. Well, you do. Uh, Jesse was the other caller. He's not a regular caller, but <laughs> sometimes we call him. I don't know Jesse. Jesse's the one that wanted everything for free, wasn't he? He wanted a free autograph. Uh, he wanted yeah, free yeah. advice. He wanted free movie tickets. He he wanted a free magazine cover with David Arquette's autograph on it. He wants he wants handouts and Hulk Hogan. That's what he wants. <laughs> you know my shit. Um, the three, the, the three yeah. H's, handouts, hot dogs, and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I, um, yeah, Triple H Jr. Uh, I did enjoy Retro. I did enjoy Retro last week. Uh, David was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, there was some good discussion while he was on, and hopefully his documentary does well in sales. I, I hope so. I hope so. I, uh, I was telling Derek, I was telling, uh, not Derek, I was telling Bruce, our marketing guy, that, he really needs to put out a press release for that because um, David had some real interesting stuff to say. And uh, I think a lot of people don't know how much he's given back to wrestling too. That's why I brought up the, the Owen Hart. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where he kind of donated his WCW money to the family of Owen Hart. That, that was pretty cool. That was Quietly really cool. Too. Yeah, and, and and he's like an independent wrestler now. I mean, the guy is like I would definitely say he's paying his dues. Well, oh yeah, I, I believe. I believe he's he's aiming to um, get beat by Cody for the team, you know, in the TNT title gonna, match. On, oh, on Derek, you beat me to it. You beat me to it, Derek. Yeah. I was gonna. I regretted not asking him that if he was gonna answer the challenge. 
Oh, Jared, is he going to one eight hundred collect on it? Oh, remember that? I, lo- I miss those commercials. <laughs> Straight Whoa, down Jared, the middle. Jared, <laughs> I can tell uh, you. I favorite ten ten nine eight seven. I gotta ask. I'm, Derek's probably the only one, but did anybody check out UFC 252? I did. I did watch it. What did you think of the main event? Because it looked like an eye for an eye match with the eye poke. Ah, uh, CP and DC. Poor, poor DC, who I'm a fan of. Uh, did his eye come out? Tore his cornea. He it, it might as well have. He um <laughs> he tore his he tore his cornea. It was it was hard to watch. The poor bastard couldn't see wow. out his eye halfway through the fight. And there might be a wow. match too. Yeah, I see. That's how going out. And he'll, he uh, apparently Triple H and Vince already called him. They want him to do like some oh. commentary work. So. Oh, I figured that. I figured that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, hey, he's Disgusting. a big fan. I, I I prefer the guys who are fans of the business because they kind of understand it. So you know, I'd be okay with him getting into it. What about yeah, that uh, crazy Irish one that DC talks a lot? Is he worth a while? Yeah. He, he's retired again, apparently, but I don't know how true that is. Yeah, I don't know. He he seems like he's retired until his next once, payday. I was about to say, once he loses <laughs> money, I could see him. I could see him calling Vince, like you know, hey Vince, you Irish know, whiskey number twelve. Business. Yeah. Who was it? He wanted to fight. He wanted to fight somebody in WWE. Was Sheamus. it Brock? Sheamus. Why would he pick a fight with Sheamus? Sheamus, uh, probably, Sheamus loses to everybody. Sheamus probably picked something. He pro, Sheamus probably made a comment, and Connor snapped back on Twitter. Is probably what happened. Probably that's probably what happened. You're probably right. Who's the worst WWE Twitter follower? Um, Luke Harper is my favorite. Before he became Brody Lee again. That is the opposite of the question I asked. <laughs> I got to tell you, if I if I were evaluating your performance, um. I would say you need to be retested. You got a grade on Who's a curve, though. Who sucks? Who's I know, that's true. All right. Steve, you get a C for your answer. <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 the the... I'm trying to think. It has to be I don't really go on just... Twitter. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have Twitter. Um, so all I know is when people are funny on Twitter, like Biggie or Randy Orton. Or Randy Orton. Like that, so, yeah. Randy Orton's pretty funny. I got to give it to the fan that they called um, Cody Rhodes a um, a mid Carter. I, I to me that was my favorite tweet of the week. Uh, no, well, was he the worst? I said, I said not I, really. I want to know the worst. Well, like, then, it's I guess it somebody who just tweets like corporate stuff, right? Yeah. Well, we already don't, we already stuff. don't follow the worst. What about like Vince? Maybe Vince is like a bad tweet tweeter guy because like yeah. all he oh, does is all wish does like wish happy, birthday happy birthday to like random yeah, top yeah. people, right? That's, and that's it. it. Yeah, that's all he does. Happy birthday, Shane. Like yeah, that's it. Do you remember that? He was like happy happy birthday to a visionary, a true legend in the making, and a a future Hall of Famer. My son-in-law the Triple Babe H. Ruth. Happy birthday to the happy birthday to the woman who truly revolutionized women's wrestling and. Uh, created an entire movement that captured it that captured a generation. My daughter Stephanie McMahon. McMahon. <laughs> Happy birthday at Shane McMahon. <laughs> yeah, you ungrateful bastard. Happy birthday, Babe Ruth Cena. <laughs> yeah, it's probably just the dementia kicking in though. 
Oh, Happy birthday, oh, cheerleader oh, Melissa. <laughs> Happy birthday, cheerleader Melissa. <laughs> Happy oh, birthday, uh, retribution. Sorry, go ahead. If they have, a, if they stick around for a year, I bet you won't even last half a year. Um, I did want to mention that I did call Shelly live earlier before I uh, got off. How? She was uh, pretty good. <laughs> you can't no, get off before you meant. call her. God damn it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding, Shelly. I'm kidding. So you called in. I'm not pushing. I'm not. I'm not pushing and pulling it. All right. Push you in. called in. You talked to her and you got off. What? 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 Uh, what were you guys talking about on Shelly Live? Uh, favorite. I asked her. It was like a Q and A type forum. I I asked her about uh, dream opponents she didn't have. Um, that she didn't work with. Uh. We even talked about Back to the Future, like which one was better, one or two, and she said two, and I kind of favor one because of the Crispin Glover. So it was, it, it was interesting. She was reading tweets. She read my tweet. So, I mean, it was a fun show. Very cool. Very cool. I actually should mention, um, now, not I, – and, and I don't say this with any disrespect uh, – tremendous female talent, uh, mostly known for the independents, but she's competed for WWE for Impact. Um, and uh, uh, the large women's promotions, you know, like Shimmer, Shine, uh, WSU, uh, she's been all over. Uh, and I don't want to say her name yet because we're still working out the details, but uh, she's going to be doing a show on the network coming up in the next couple weeks as well, and I'm excited about that. Uh, somebody that most independent women's wrestling fans would know. So, um, I, And i got to sit tight on that. But I, I think it'll be a really good thing for the network, I do, as we continue to grow and move toward uh, – the, the new millennium, yeah. you know. So. I think it's it's good to reach out for the female audience <laughs> if you can. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't blowing my nose as Sorry. bad. I was just blowing my nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy Shelly Live and enjoyed Retro last week, so I wanted to call in and mention that. Uh, yeah, it was a surprise to get Arquette and Tim Horner. So, um, yeah, those are great. Yeah, very good guests. Definitely. Stro, uh, it amazes me. Uh, not that you could get them, of course, um, but just, you know, I always ask people about, like, their pinch-me moments or whatever. Like, for me, for VOC Nation, uh, having David Arquette and Tim Horner call in one show, that's a pinch-me moment, you know? That's up there with that time that uh, Adam Cole called in randomly to in the room. I mean, it happened. You know, uh... and you don't. It's actually bigger than that, if you think about it, because David Arquette is a huge star. In the um, in the trailer for the documentary, uh, you can't kill David Arquette. Uh, yeah. There was a, I think I believe he went to Virginia actually during the documentary because I saw one of the I saw a local guy in the trailer very briefly. So I thought that was pretty cool that like maybe some of his Virginia footage might be in there too. Oh so. yeah, nice. RC Eleven. Yeah, RC Eleven yep. was in there. Yeah. Sure mm-hmm. enough. But, very uh, cool. Yeah, I'm thinking about having this Thursday. I want to, I'm really seriously thinking about Thursday once again having an open forum because uh, as well as last week when you never know who's going to call in this week. <laughs> yeah. It's got more suspense a, than uh than the live wrestling shows, that's for sure. I've got a I got an interesting dream match for Retro coming up that I want to uh wait and share on there. I always oh, like I can't match wait. segments on Retro, yeah. No, what about can't toys, wait Steve? Are you going to auction off toy? Are you going to auction off your toys like Brian Vaughn did? <laughs> You know, I have, you know, Brady, I probably could, 
because I got I got too much stuff. But uh, I think Facebook Live, I think Facebook Live might be a a, a good uh, way to do that, so that way they can see the items. But um, I did you, reach out. You, to, I did reach out to Brian after about that. You should um. You should get out the old ring and you should book matches for Facebook Live and just just do the do the whole show with the figures. Well, uh, if I don't have figures with me, most of them are in storage. But uh, you know, if oh, I don't okay. have them, I got fire. I got fire pro wrestling. Remember the screenshots I sent you? Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cool stuff. So I can get a, get that Twitch money. <laughs> yeah, right. You know it's so funny because when I was in college, Twitch money meant something totally different. But it, I, I'm so uh, glad for you, man. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to get the Twitch it, money it, back then. It gets uh, it gets some attention <laughs> on Twitter when uh, some of the independent wrestlers get featured on on that game. So it's pretty cool. Get some interaction. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, is there anything else you want to uh, ask for? Get off. <laughs> no, I think I'm good. <laughs> uh, you know, we're, I mean, we're, we're talking about Thunderdome, obviously, and that's like the big. It's funny. WWE started out saying that their concept was going to be like Thunderdome on crack, and uh, over the course of a couple of days, it have actually evolved into that. Now it's just Thunderdome. Um, I, what do you think about this? this revolutionary concept it's basically just going to be a wrestlemania type stage in a smaller venue i'm i'm intrigued i, I think they need something for SummerSlam. I, I thought wrestlemania was kind of underwhelming with that with that pc with no fans um i'm yeah. hoping it's a better better atmosphere um it's going to be virtual i've heard i think it's a good idea uh during the pandemic hopefully it works out I mean, they've, they've been having really yeah. low ratings, so I think they need something to spice it up because, you know, you get tired of seeing the the PC every week. Yeah, I, I agree, Steve. I, I was actually saying it's weird because I feel like they finally kind of hit their stride with the Performance Center. But you're mm-hmm. right. I mean, you kind of know what you're getting. It's very predictable. It's... Uh, it feels like those old studio shows that they used to do when they had primetime wrestling. That's what it feels like. And, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I wonder how the audio is going to – I wonder how the audio is going to work on that with the virtual fans. And maybe there's, like, some sort of crowd reaction, like, canned audio that they could trigger with the yeah. – I don't know, with, the, with the soundboard or whatever. Saying, they were saying with, like, audio and video, so, like, if Drew McIntyre comes out, they can put all Drew McIntyre fans out there, which is going to be that's weird. The part, that's the part that sucks because they, they're getting some type of fan interaction back, and poor Drew's probably going to lose the title as soon as they put <laughs> all this in. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's poor bastard, man. You're all going to be booing them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be I hope uh, I hope they have virtual fans doing run-in and being tackled by security. That would that would really drill it home. <laughs> Holographic fans. <laughs> Holographic. I wonder beach ball be amazing. <laughs> Holographic beach ball. It, I guess if it, if, it, if it works, maybe other promotions will follow suit if the pandemic doesn't get better. I mean, it depends yeah, on what I don't the think it's gonna work. I, I mean, yeah, I was we'll, watching an we'll NBA see. game yesterday, and, and 
to me it looks stupid and hideous because you got fans of all different like sizes. Like the, some of them, their face is like zoomed in and it's the entire seat, and then there's other ones that looks like they're like at the end of a long hallway sitting there. It's like weird, you know. And they're moving, they move in and out of the frame. It just the whole thing is weird. I I'm not a fan of it, but I guess it'll be funny and it'll certainly produce some uh, some funny visuals, even if that's not what they intend. Yeah, it's something different. Yeah, I guess I something different. I've seen. Too. I saw yeah. a funny, I think, post about a cardboard cutout at a baseball game, and it was like some infamous fan. I bet that was funny if, if WWE would do cardboard cutouts with the virtual. I hope, I hope WWE at one of the baseball games I was watching, they had uh, Bernie from Weekend at Uncle Bernie's, and he was kind of like just sitting there with his glasses on oh, and the look on his face. Movie, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I need I need that to be in the crowd. <laughs> It'll be maybe good. an EC3 It'll cut out. For sure. I'm I'm really hoping that that's what Retribution is is the whole Impact roster. Everybody coming back. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting oh, for them to call it. The, I'm waiting for them to call it the Thunder Zone, so Thunderdome. Right. I'm hoping that they'll introduce women for it and call them the Thunder Cats. The Thunder Cats. Oh, now was Thunder was Thundercats? That wasn't the one with Orko, right? That was Snarf. Yeah, Orko Snarf was, was uh, He-Man. Yeah. Right, so none of that was really none of that really interested me. So like I, like it all kind of Ooh, all that next, stuff kind I'm, of I'm blends together. For, I'm too big for Thundercats. I was. I, <laughs> care about Thundercats? So was I. I'll have you know, but I watched it anyway. I will have you know that I was way too—I was way too busy with the back-to-back um, adventures of Charlie Brown and Snoopy, followed by Garfield and Friends. There you go. Garfield like I was way... and Friends. Steve, did weird, you have an embarrassing weird, Saturday morning cartoon ready, that you watched? Ready. That you Steve, did you have an embarrassing party. cartoon that you watched on Saturday morning that you didn't we're want ready anyone else to, to know party. that you watched? We're ready to I wouldn't say embarrassing. Um, I used to stay up and watch what? Space Ghost. I don't know if that's cool. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. No, yeah, that's, I, I'm big that's space Ghost. cool. Ghost. Like, yeah. Yeah. like yeah, who not, didn't like Space Ghost? Not like me watching Gem and the Holograms on Ghost a Saturday Ghost. morning, you know? There's nothing else you can do. <laughs> that's a, ooh, that's uh, a way back one. Um, <laughs> was anybody else an original Inspector Ag- uh, Inspector Gadget kid? Yeah, oh, I love Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. I used to love the Gummy Bears when I was little. I used to watch the Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears. Do you remember the Gummy Bears one where they looked into the telescope and they saw their cousins on the other side of the water that they couldn't talk to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right there. That. Just go visit them. Yeah, go across the water. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on. Gummy berry oh, juice. You funny. could probably skip across the water. All right, <laughs> yeah, Steve, brother. I'll bears. talk to you, man. Oh. Audio. Hopefully, hopefully, I was able to help you get off. Audio. <laughs> Follow the dark order. Join the dark order. Yeah, Brady, get away. Yeah, come on, Brady. I never actually watched it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. I watched it. Uh, Oh, man. (laughs) 
right. Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Inspector Gadget, he spins the chair around, and it's just the claw, and it's attached to it's a just bomb. A hand. <laughs> yeah, it blows yes. up every time. Uh, <laughs> All right, speaking yeah, of old cartoons... I wish villains really were like that. <laughs> well, I, I get the feeling that... Look, look after having watched um, societal elites from all around us just completely beclown themselves for the last 20 years or so, I'm starting to think that is how they are. <laughs> with a cat, with a, well, yeah, with a pet cat there. Well, while we're Do on the subject, though, now that's just if Brady's a villain. All right, <laughs> I have... I have vague memories of this. It was some some show involving like a group of kids and there was like some kind of seal and they went on like <laughs> world saving adventures. And I think there was a penguin involved too. That sounds was it familiar. City of Gold? Oh, I'm about to Google it right now. I, and it's, like, was, was it City like, of I have, Gold? I, I remember that one. I don't know that. The only memory I have of this is like this really – I don't even remember like what friend's house I was at, but like there were like some VHS tapes and like uh, like it was that show. And I, like I said, there was a seal and like I think a penguin was somehow involved and – there was like, like there was a boy and a girl, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. You're not talking about Tennessee Tuxedo and his tails, are you? No, 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 no. I love Tennessee <laughs> Tuxedo and his tails. I was about to say, I used to love Tennessee Tuxedo. Oh, my God. Oh, who doesn't? Who doesn't? You got, t- you got Tennessee Tuxedo, and, and that, was, uh, that, would, that would sometimes be one of your divider cartoons for Underdog, which I yes. lucked out for. Oh, Underdog was it. Underdog. underdog. What about uh? What about David the Gnome? Any David the Gnome fans? Oh, I still oh, love David oh. the Gnome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> love David the Gnome. Oh, that music at the end was so damn sad. Oh, the ending credits. And then at the end, oh. the the end of the series, he just disappears into nothingness. Like it. <laughs> yes. And I cried, and I looked at my brother. I'm like, "Is he dead?" And my brother was like, "I don't know." That was so hard. I don't know. <laughs> now I don't remember. I don't remember that. Oh, David the Gnome. Oh. I th- God, he, that's, he, he was voiced by the father from Happy Days. Was it really? I believe so. Oh, damn! Yeah, we're gonna go back and watch all these old cartoons on YouTube. Oh, I mean, tomorrow, tomorrow, my uh, my work day is pretty much set uh, based off of this conversation. <laughs> I'm gonna watch old cartoons. Well, it's not like I have children in the room. Um, <laughs> they should have like a whole network. Like WWE has a network. There should be like a cartoon network that airs all this stuff. Well, it did, yeah, they they you would think they might want to get on that uh, business model. Yeah, right. So I can watch some wacky racers. You know, I never liked the Wacky Racers, but what I did love in the similar vein, and I think it was just, I think I just liked it because it had, like, a, a true variety of characters. I love, do you remember the Laugh Olympics? So, yes. Oh, I love that show. Yeah. yeah. I like the Nasties. The Nasties. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm. You know what we haven't mentioned yet? Mm. What's that? Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, of course. I mean, we yeah. got we got to at least throw we got at least throw a hat in that. Yeah. You yeah. get you got to uh, you got to leave them wanting more. You know. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> What's going on, Jesse? That's. Hey. <laughs> How you hey. doing, brother? Just, you and David the Nose uh, fan? I'm still alive. I'm still shaking. Oh, Good. Right. You want David yeah, the Nose? Uh, yeah, I just find it I find it uh, really funny how um, Alexa Bless was basically petting the fiend's face. Oh. Oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, David the Nose. Uh, you, wait, what about Alexa? Du- just at uh, just Jesse. What what about Alexa? Uh, she was like rubbing the fiend's face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's weird because now Bray's a good guy. I'm gonna go Eskimo like she's kiss my wife. Enjoying it. Yeah. So, I, mean, I can almost picture it with the gnomes running around. The freaking oh, fox that was like their friend. <laughs> yes. Oh. And like sometimes you would ride the fox. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was his buddy. Yeah. Nah. Yoshi. Oh. Jesse, of all the callers, I could see you on David the gnome the most. I think. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Brain age. <laughs> Go ahead. What I believe might happen to Extreme Rules was not yeah. an accident. It was a precursor to her becoming the Sister Abigail. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, oh, it might no. be. Yeah. It might be, and she's staying a good she, girl, I guess. It's weird. Well, she's always a villain. And she's actually been a good girl. Yeah, she's still a villain. You can't just call her a bad girl, can you? She's a villain. She's always been a villain. <laughs> How would you punish her? I'd send a night jacks on her. <laughs> That's a pretty stiff punishment. I, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, so you think so you think she's gonna be Sister Abigail? I, I, I still am wondering. I think it's I all think just so. to set up this match. I I really think they're they they're going down that route. Okay. But also, mm-hmm. um, I I think that Thunderdome thing. Oh, really? Really? Thunderdome? That's what they. That's You're not a fan of Thunderdome? That's the geniuses of the WWE can come up with. They can't come up with something cool and different, like having smack, having SummerSlam outside instead of inside. You know what I thought they should have done? I thought that they should have gotten an abandoned prison and taken over the thing and do all their shows from the abandoned prison. That, that, that could be a thing. Thing. Or do like Street Fighter, you know, you do one at an air hangar, you do one in an alley, uh, you do one at like a like a ship port with a bunch <laughs> yeah, of like sailor yeah, yeah. women standing around. That could be it. I mean, that, that could be it. That, 
What about There's Darkwing a Duck? A lot of options. <laughs> what about Darkwing Duck? Uh, that's that's one we haven't we haven't thrown out there yet. Yeah, I I don't remember. I think I was a little old for Darkwing Duck. Um, but I, you know, I certainly remember. He was like, uh, he would be on when I came home from school, you know. And I think I was a little too old for him. Mm. Yeah, I get that. But I'm older, so. Did Darkwing Duck well, Jesse, come from DuckTales? What? Yes. No. No. No, he didn't come from... Um, DuckTales. Uh, the char- no, the, he didn't. The character Launchpad appears on both shows. What? Launchpad. Oh, the, I remember him. Yeah, the he big, was the helicopter the guy. Barrel, yeah, the big barrel-chested helicopter guy. <laughs> yeah, he's in my uh, NES game, <laughs> DuckTales. Mm. Oh, my God. What, Jesse? Oh, oh my God. They well, I mean, I can only talk they, about so much Thunderdome before I drive myself crazy. Uh, they just Thunder came out Dom with a new chap. Thunderdome is like it. They just came up with a new chap. A new they what? Reese's. They came out with Doritos Reese's. Well, that sounds yummy. Yeah. It just made so is it a Dorito inside of a Reese's, or is it chocolate-covered Dorito? Which it's I guess would be a Dorito inside Dorito. of a Reese's. Oh, that it's sounds chocolate stupid. chocolate-covered Dorito. Yeah, I don't like wow. that. <laughs> what about chocolate inside of a Dorito? I would do that. Uh, I just think that's crazy. Um, I, uh, I'm not too excited. Particularly excited for uh, SummerSlam, but I am excited for one particular match, and it's not on Raw, it's not on SmackDown, it's NXT, and that's Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. Why? Uh-huh. Why? Yeah, why? See Adam Cole kick Pat's ass. What are you going to do if Pat McAfee wins though? Oh, yawn. Is that back on? <laughs> They're going to give it to a football player. Yeah. Because I think there's a good chance they will. I think Adam Cole's going to kick his ass. I guess it, it probably depends on if Adam Cole is going to the main roster soon or not. Because if he's not, then it wouldn't make sense to bury him. But if he is going to the main roster... And I think Pat McAfee legitimately wants to transition to like doing in ring work. It makes sense. I bury him. <laughs> Buried alive? I I wouldn't allow him to do anything in the ring. So, like, if you were Adam Cole, you bury him, or if you were the Booker, you would bury him. I I wouldn't. I would. Not bury him, but I wouldn't allow him to have a prestigious wrestling career. But how do you know he can't? He might be good. He's he just he just doesn't sound like he has that. I mean, I'm not I'm not necessarily a fan. I just I I want to see what he can do. (laughs) Yeah, what he can do? You can kick a guy from behind. 
<laughs> While he's being held down. I hear you, security. brother. I hear you. And you, you think that's you think that's really special to kick a guy while he's you know being held down? <laughs> you know he was only a punter. It's not even like he was a real football player. A punter is still a football player. Well, I mean, I don't even think they travel with the team. I think they have to get there on their own, don't they? Nope. Once you're a part of, the, once you're on the team, you travel with the team. Do they even get jerseys, or do they just like? Yes, they get their own. You've never seen football before, Brady. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it. I just never noticed a punter before. Um, you can notice a punter once it's fourth and down, and the team what, doesn't what, get the first down. What What you do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen when Pat McAfee punts Adam Cole's head into the second row? Oh, God, that's never going to happen. Last shot, <laughs> one, two, three. Adam Cole's your winner. He's going to regret it. What do you think about the rumor that Finn Balor is going back to the main roster soon? I never heard. I didn't hear that until now. Well, Ratboy told me, but, I mean, it's as good as Golden if he said well, it. Well... No offense to Rap Boy, but if he says it, don't take it word for gravy. <laughs> You're the man, Jesse. I think I think Finn should keep on should keep being in NXT, help it out more. Cause he's he just doesn't gonna do get lost in the shuffle. He's just gonna get lost in the shuffle on on Raw and SmackDown. That's all he is now in NXT. He's lost in the shuffle. Uh, I think he's doing. I think it's not what he's doing on TV; it's what he's doing behind the cameras. So he's a really expensive coach. Both. He's a really good wrestler, and he's a really good coach. He likes okay. to help out. And okay. You know, I know well, from his perspective, he doesn't like to travel a whole lot, so it makes sense. Well, they don't have to travel much right now. It's just... It's just... No, but you know what I mean. Just, like, when the main roster's going, they're in a different city almost every night. Whereas, like, NXT rarely leaves Florida, only once in a while. Well, that was that was before the... Uh, uh, the pandemic. Yeah, right before the... Yeah, the, the, the disease started. Yeah... I, but I haven't been watching much uh, wrestling lately because I don't think they should be even be wrestling right now. Uh, well, I mean I'm all for it, it, but I, it's just I, I, you know, I'm a safety guy, and when I see you know numerous wrestlers come down with their pandemic. When they come down with the coronavirus and they keep on wrestling the company, that does not, you know, look very safe to me. Yeah. And same thing with AEW. I don't know, brother. I'm not, I mean, I'm not against AEW. Yes, I'm against AEW, but, but if 
you're a wrestling company and someone gets sick and they have the coronavirus. Like that. What if they had a wrestler? What if they had a wrestler named COVID-19? He would go around and if you locked up oh, with him, then, God, you, then, then you got sick. Oh, my God. But, like, you could drop toehold him and, like, maybe lock on a submission. As long as you didn't touch his skin, you wouldn't get sick. Oh, my God, Brady. You could do it like Pigpen. You could have, like, the thing of dust flying Uh, around him. Oh, my God, Brady, you're crazy. You are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crazy about you, brother. Uh, Yeah. Oh, Jesse. um, Dominic. Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in a street fight. Oh boy! I hope the winner takes on Pat McAfee. I hope the winner turns on his father. I'm going with uh, Dominic to turn after he wins. He turns on his father after the match. Well, what about Kathy had this idea, and I thought it was really good. What if uh, Seth Rollins he beats Dominic at Survivor Se- at SummerSlam, and then at Survivor Series he fights Rey Mysterio's daughter and he beats her, and then hey. at WrestleMania at WrestleMania he fights Angie Mysterio, Rey's wife, and and she oh beats Seth. Oh my God! Okay, Seth number one, Seth Rollins has never had a woman. He's about to become a father, so uh, you wouldn't see... Uh, he can still hit a woman. Seth, you wouldn't see Seth Rollins hitting many women, much women uh, anytime well, soon. Well, maybe not hit her. What if you just lock on a submission hold and she has to give up? Oh, then you're not really hitting that's her. Still, that's still hitting a woman. You, you just, still you just do like a full Nelson until they give up. Oh, like Bobby Lashley. Still, that is still violently putting your hands on a woman. <laughs> Bobby. They won't I got you. To do that. I'm just spitballing here. I'm not saying they should do any of this. I'm just trying to think of creative ideas to make for good television. Oh, you want you want a creative idea? How about Yeah. How about you do this? Not Ricochet, but his partner. Oh, forgot his name. Cedric. Cedric. Cedric Alexander. <laughs> Cedric, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, Cedric the Sports Entertainer. Yeah, Cedric Alexander. Have him join up with uh, uh, MVP. Since yeah, Strowman. We're have, talking uh, about that. I I think it's coming. Since he can't have um, uh, um, since he can't have Shelton Benjamin and Bobby Lashley out there. And VP always has a plan. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and uh, I don't and, know, um, they didn't And um, for the 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 six man tag, guess who was left out of the match? Alexander. Who? Cedric okay. Alexander was picked. So he wasn't picked for the triple uh, for the. Six man tag on Raw. Boom, right there. I got you, brother. I think he's going to (laughs) turn. Boy, that's Raw as a dad bod. (laughs) All right, Jesse, brother. I, uh, 
We're going right. to let you go, man, but it was a pleasure as always. Uh, please stay safe. Yep. Uh, wear your mask um, whenever well you leave done. the house. You know, why don't they just do sports wearing scuba gear? If they did that, then they wouldn't need masks. If everybody had their own <laughs> oxygen tank. Uh, yeah, that could be a thing. Astronaut suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be like Chernobyl, but worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. All right, brother. Bye, I'll talk guys. to you, Jesse. Take time. care. Much love, Bye. homie. Bye. <laughs> all right all right cool oh man i uh so that's uh so that's where we are here tonight um it's been an interesting night for sure is there right is there anything that i'm overlooking that i absolutely should talk about before i uh pass out from the copious amount no, of NyQuil I think, that i took i think we can uh <laughs> That sounds pretty good. I should, I should go do, take some of that myself. Um, uh, no, I'm I not, actually I say we put a bowl. The, I'm like Hitch, you know. I got the straw. God, I, yeah. I remember those yeah. days. Um, <laughs> I'm you're, kidding. You're just sitting there with the bottle right now. No, I I know what that feels like. <laughs> um, I know. I say we uh, I say we put a put a bow on this. Uh, on this here thing and give it a good slap on the ass and send it on its way. That's swift kick. That's a wrap. Uh, Stro, what do you got going on, man? Uh, just WCW Retro. Probably be another open forum night. Should be a lot of fun. And then yes. Friday night, Stro's own Midnight Eastern Standard Time on Facebook.com slash Joe Maestro with the feature being Creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. It's TV. <laughs> classic. <laughs> absolute classic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to, uh, well, first of all, thank you to uh, Eric Martin for uh, being on the program tonight. Eric's going to be part of the Super 8 tournament, the 24th annual, and that's September 19th, 2020. At the Jersey Dugout in Morganville, New Jersey. Tickets and information, ECWAProWrestling.com. So thank you to Eric Martin for tuning in tonight and uh, being part of our interview segment. Uh, Thank you to the greatest cast and crew that I could ever ask for. Of course, that includes uh, Kathy Fitz, Stro Maestro, Ray Bogus, Derek McDonald, Matt Grimm. Uh, Thank you to all the callers as well. Thank you for everybody. Uh, for all that you do to contribute to the program and for helping us have so much fun each and every week. It really is the highlight of the week for me. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, tomorrow night, I don't know if there's going to be a wrestling with history. I heard something about a hiatus, but I thought they were going to pre-record, so I'm not sure. Be sure to stay tuned to social media, VOC Nation on Twitter, and Bruce VOC on Twitter as well. That's uh, that's where they'll break information with that. Uh, be sure to go to ProWrestlingTees.com backslash VOC Nation. Buy yourself a brand new Stro Maestro t-shirt featuring the fine artwork of our good friend Steve Anderson. And that's, uh, you can also go to VOCNation.com and click on the Pro Wrestling Tees link from there to get to the same page. Uh, don't forget to go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating, a fantastic review. Go to Podomatic and uh, give us a like and a follow on there. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Everybody take care. Have a great week. I love you all. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you real soon. Enjoy SummerSlam. 
Enjoy the Thunderdome. And uh, God, God help us all. Love you all. Bye-bye.